Hi there. You're about to enjoy the Chronicles of Tom and Jamie. Hi everyone, I'm Kevin Mann. Hi guys, my name's Annabelle Knight. Hello, this is Becky Baldwin. Hello, I'm Chesney. Hey, what's up everyone? This is Brayden from Say We Can Fly. Hey everyone, I'm Jacob, the vocalist of Record the Remains. And you've got me, Jamie and Tom on the Chronicles of Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to the 121st edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. And these right here are the Chronicles of Recall the Remains. It is I, the bearded Brummy Jamie, and joining me as always this week, as always, this handsome fella right here. It's a Scotsman Tom. Not gonna fuck about. Welcome to the Chronicles of Podcast. Hit it. Ladies and gentlemen, this week we are bringing you a very special guest, a frontman for one of the most promising rising metal bands here in the UK, a band who are generous enough to headline our second live show last year, a man whose band, quite frankly, almost made me throw up with a moment in one of their music videos earlier, Fingernails. Oh. (laughs) This week we bring you the man with the growliest voice and the most beautiful dreads, because we are joined by Jacob Collins to bring you the chronicles of Recall the Remains. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you very much for joining us. Do you know what? Sorry, very quickly. The fact that you said that, that scene nearly made you throw up. Just, yes. (laughs) Fingernails and eyeballs, I can't deal with. (laughs) We literally went into the purpose of, we want to try and make this disgusting. You succeeded. (laughs) (laughs) It looks so so real. It just looks so real. The VFX and um, the special effects artist that did it, absolutely amazing. She did such a brilliant job. And all of it was, like, she got the prosthetics and everything like that, but everything else was just on the day, done on the fly. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like, as you see Elliot getting more and more bruises and injuries and everything, just getting done as it go along. That's amazing. That's, that's She's genius. honestly fantastic. She's fantastic. She is absolutely fantastic. Oh wow! Okay, well, I look, we'll we'll get we'll get on to music videos a bit later on. But first of all, Jake, how has your Wednesday been? How are you doing? Are you well? I'm all right, mate. Just uh, just trying to just trying to pass trying to pass the time most of the time. To be honest with you, what do you mean? Like, oh, I start a job. I got a new job in like August time, and. I start at half six, but I can I'll finish most time like before twelve o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. Okay. And also I'll still get a full week's pay as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I know it's I know it sounds brilliant, and trust me, it gives me so much free time. But that's the problem. <laughs> I have too much free time. <laughs> I it was the opposite problem in my last job. I had no free time, I had no social life. Now I just have too much time and no social life. Oh, dude! <laughs> <laughs> so I am just—I am such a glor- like I'm—I'm I'm such a glorified housewife. I clean and I cook, and that's all I do. Oh, mate! <laughs> I'm watch anime. Oh, I mean, <laughs> so you live in the dream a little. It's like, but is there so much as too much anime, or no? Not for me personally, but probably to some other people. <laughs> <laughs> I will watch it all day. How fair. fair. Okay. Fair. 
Like I've got a friend like that. He literally just sends me lists of animes telling me I should watch. And I'm like, one day, one day, one See, day. See, <laughs> I will, ne- I will, uh, same a band. Band, like Tony watch, has watched some anime. Um, the others haven't. So they typically, and it's like, I don't ever talk to him about anime because I will just ramble about it. And I could go on for ages about it. So it's like, to save you and me, we, I just won't bring it up. <laughs> Oh. But, I was just gonna say, I'm definitely one of those people that if you rec- if you say you should watch it, you should watch that. I'll go. You know what? I'm all right. <laughs> I'm not gonna. You know what? The one thing that I love to do is like, especially to my friends that actually watch anime, is like one of my friends is that she can be quite emotional. So I will deliberately give her ones that are either gonna one make her cry or freak her out. <laughs> <laughs> Always do it, and it's the, it's one of my favourite enjoyments. Yeah. I'm starting to see a pattern here with you. We wanted to make you sick of this music video. Hey, look, let's make you cry. <laughs> the worst part is, it, like, the Life Takers one, like, the guys agreed, like, and everyone put their idea for it, but it was me just being like, I want a torture scene. <laughs> you got it, and it works, it looks great. But... Exactly. <laughs> A little too great, you could say. <laughs> you know what? I've heard people, I've heard some people, I think it was um, oh, the Beers, uh, Beers podcast that Nick for, um, Nikki from, that does the Derby Alt Fest gigs, she's a part of, that actually said, we could have turned it up more. We could have made it more gruesome. And I was like, bet. When it demands it, I will, we will try and make it more gruesome. <laughs> We'll try and make it to where it's 18 plus only on YouTube. Oh, God. I was going to say, isn't there a limit like, where you should go? Nope. <laughs> yeah, so like, I would like to try and get it to a point to where it just gets removed off YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Recall the remains. Just in violence, nothing else, but just that much pure violence that it just gets banned from YouTube. <laughs> the only band that want to be banned from YouTube. <laughs> it. It's great. It be, could you just because it would just not only would it be a brilliant music video, but it would just it would put, like everyone would share it more. Just like oh my god, this video got banned from YouTube. I must try and find it, and it's like <laughs> it's working. <laughs> you can put it as a band. You can put it as a band motto. Yeah, <laughs> that'll draw that draw more people in. <laughs> just just being like. Click on our sneaky link and then they come up to the music video and just torment people. (laughs) (laughs) Right, before we talk all things recall the remains, let's learn a bit more about yourself. Take us back to the days of your youth. What did you want to be when you were growing up? Has it always been music as a focus for you or something completely different? Um, Yeah, no, I've always wanted to be in music. I can still remember turning around to my older brother when I was like, what? early primary school so probably about year six when i first got into metal i turned around to my older brother when we was in birmingham city center and i was just like i i i want to do rap and um, metal music not together but separately oh okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> i haven't done the rap part yet we're doing well on the metal part yeah <laughs> One or two ain't bad. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I, you know what? At some point, I've got friends that do it. So it's like, at some point, I might I might do it. And I might just 
do an EP and then just release that and just be like, that's me done. You're just saying you've got a lot of free time. Uh, exactly. I just need the money to actually afford studio time. <laughs> that would help. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's literally, I think it was like um, pretty much what got me into metal um, and then just started listening to it. And I was like, I really love this. And then just seeing like live videos when I was younger, I was just like, this looks so cool. I was like, I really want to do this. And then I ended up being, I ended up started being a bassist and like Buffett, like when I was at secondary school, I did try guitar, but um, just didn't click. Like just did not click. I was just like, I do not get this. Then I tried bass and then I was a bassist until I joined this band. So yeah. It's like I've released stuff. I've released stuff with previous bands, and um, with a previous band of me being on bass, doing the odd vocal here and there. But um, it really came to when I joined. I was in one of my last jobs that the other guys work at, and I started just becoming friends with them. And I was just like, I've always wanted to try doing vocals. Can I join for a song? And they were like, Yeah. And then. It stayed like that for like six odd months and I just kept doing more and more of the set without actually getting told if I was in the band or not. <laughs> <laughs> this kept me there, just teasing me, just like, maybe, maybe. <laughs> you do have an, an incredible sound to your vocals. Where, <laughs> do, where does that come from? Was it was inspiration from other vocalists or is this a sound you found on your own? Oh, I definitely put it down as, like, it's inspirational. Like, I do try and, like, come away from, obviously, trying to imitate other vocalists. Like, techniques, cool. But I think we've all, uh, most vocalists have all tried to do, like, the Will Remote scream at this point now. But, um, yeah, no, it's, like, before it was, like, I wanted my mids to sound like Radley Blythe. Um, my lows, it was, like, what was it, like... Alex that used to be in Chelsea Grin his lows and like Eddie Amirez all shall perish his highs and then just kept bouncing between people because I was like if I keep bouncing between and then keep going through these influences I will find my own like mm. voice in the end but yeah no definitely was it started off inspirational and then like I've found my own now yeah, it's incredible. Your voice is unreal. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, thank you. So, thank you. <laughs> so, so have you ever had like lessons that sort of thing, or is it all completely self-taught? No, it's like um, but mate, back in the day, like when I started learning it, like there was there was no tutorial videos for it. It was still going off the premise that it was like it was pretty much all from your throat. It's just gonna damage your throat all the time. Like that's when I, I properly, I think I started to learn screaming in like year ten. And then just carried on, carried on. And then until I joined this band, that's where actual progression happened in my vocals. But um, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's taken me a while to get where I'm happy with my vocals, but not completely content. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We could definitely be a bit dirtier on some songs. <laughs> <laughs> The one thing that always gets me with singers, especially, is that point where you go, you're just doing it because everyone loves singing along to their favourite songs. And you're like, yeah. holy shit, I'm good at this. I could join a band. <laughs> <laughs> for, 
Yeah, no, for me, it wasn't, it wasn't like singing is one of those things that like I, I, I will do like from time to time on tracks. And I would love to do like some solo stuff of me doing singing, but I never want to do a large portion of me singing because that's Jordan's duty. Like I'll mm. be back up for Jordan, but that's Jordan's part. Like I don't want to take over that part and then just me doing screams and singing, then he just does singing. Like, no. He I'd rather back Jordan up because his his voice is so much more powerful and so much more distinct that of just like you you carry on being the singer dude. I I'm fine <laughs> with just being the screamer. <laughs> but it works so well. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, the, the the blend of it and just the mold of it is just you have something quite unique and it's exciting. I'll put it that way. Like so, when I spoke to you for, back for Razor's Edge last year or two years ago now, whatever. Like I, that's when I was introduced to you. So when I started listening to your stuff, I was like, "Oh my fucking god, this is great!" <laughs> <laughs> and I was quite surprised that you're still you're at the level that you're at. I thought you'd be flying by now. You know what I mean? But yeah, just that 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 whole that that mold of you and Jordan together is just ah oh, magnifique, Monsieur. <laughs> I think um, it's literally just being like, without trying to like, not tooting our own horn or anything like that. I think it's just literally just like, keep going, keep doing what we're doing. And then like, we might catch someone's eye and then it could literally just catapult from there. Like, just keep doing the shows and everything. Because like, the more people that keep like wearing our band merch and keep like mentioning our names, places and everything like that, something's bound to happen. Yeah. Like... Hopefully, anyway. That's my dream, anyway, but, yeah. I think if you keep going the way you go, my friend, a dream will be achieved. So, yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> you're right, sometimes all it takes is that one song. So yeah, one song's exactly. got a hit, and to the movie. Exactly. Like, when we, got to- when we got told that, it's been like, out of the three releases that we did, that we released last year, we didn't think that Empty Woods would be the one that gets put on Kerrang. And then when it went on Kerrang, we were like, oh, he's just going to play it. Then that, he might introduce the band and then just play it. But he actually did like a little kind of speech, like a little kind of speech for us. And we we're just like, like 14 year old me is dying right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't believe I've just got played on Kerrang radio. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. There's, it's still it's still some points to where like like playing Bloodstock for example, just you think back of just being like when you first start out and you're just like oh I would love to do that and then you actually hit that stage and you're just like this is brilliant this is why I spend so much money on this band and so much time on this band so with moments like this, it's amazing. But to be a front man of the band and have yourself out there in front of the crowd, especially, you've got to have a bit of an outgoing personality to put yourself out there. Have you always been like that? Or is this sort of, hi, here's my facade? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's kind of a mixture. It really kind of depends, like, on my, like, on my mental state more than anything. Because uh, I'm not going to lie, like, after we came back from the lockdowns for, like, a year over a year i was throwing up before shows and during sets as well like yeah it's just like we would be in the midst of playing i would start feeling sick because of anxiety and then i would need to just basically i'd tell the guys to just carry on playing i would turn off my mic and i would go and throw up and then come back on mate 
Yeah, like it it got it it was to a point where it was just like I thought it was down to food, everything like that. And then when I realized it was like anxiety and panic attacks, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> sick. <laughs> but um I'd say like before the lockdowns, I was probably more outgoing, but since then and then everything else, I've become more recluse. But then like as soon as I get out of that shyness. You you were kind of wishing that I went back to being shy because I am weird. <laughs> <laughs> I am a weirdo. I'm not gonna lie. And I, I yeah. And that's what makes that's what makes you unique, though, isn't it? That's what makes yeah. you a great character. Like, yeah, you should never. I don't understand when people be like, "Oh yeah, but I'm a little weird." Like, and why does that matter? Like, I think everyone's a little weird, aren't they? Everyone really. I think some. I think sometimes you have to just like. Pre-warn people so that when people turn around and be like, you're weird. It's like, I did tell you I'm weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like insurance in the end of the day. I tell them just to cover my own back. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but it's, it's what made me laugh about it. Like when we did our live show and you were there, like you're just chilling out on the on the, uh, the stall, just... A whole night, just chilling there, be like, you're right, you're right. And then suddenly you get on this stage and this fucking monster appears. This voice yeah. comes out and I was like, how the fuck is that dude that was just chilling there? Like, what? Did you take the do-rag off and this monster just comes out? Like, what? Pretty, like it's up to a point now where it's just like, because of like, like I said, like panic attacks and anxiety, like why I face away, like from the crowd at first, so, so I can like, hype myself, like kind of just get myself in that frame of mind of just being like, I am going to just try and like not in a bad sense but i'm going to fuck this shit up as much as i can and then just even on small stages as you've seen tom and as you've seen before it's just being like i will just kick and i will just kick in the air yeah. like yeah just to proper get to people and just be like i didn't think there was space to do that <laughs> Like if I can do more and more ridiculous stuff to just catch people's eye, brilliant. But then yeah, as soon as I come off stage, I'm just like, hello, it's me. <laughs> so with with the bloodstock crowd then, if you if you're having severe panic attacks and anxiety, what happened at the bloodstock show? Did that happen there? Oh, that were that it so I didn't throw up at that one, but because like at that point I just kept moving, so I don't think it was setting in. And then um it was really weird. So it was like, I think my body kind of, it checked me out because I made a TikTok video for um, Dave from The Basis of Barry Tomorrow. I was like, your band's playing on this stage. My band's playing on this stage. Want to come by? He never replied, but then he actually just came by and I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> but I started getting like really bad pins and needles in my arm. And, like in both my arms, they were just going like to a numbness at point and I was just like, oh God, this is, so I couldn't, there was like nothing I could do to kind of just take away from the anxiety of it all. But um, yeah, no, I'd, uh, luckily I didn't throw up that day. Good. Well, I'm glad I didn't because it was so, it was so fucking hot, mate. Oh yeah. I still have, a vi I still have videos, a video of like me, us like coming off stage and then you just see like a layer of sweat, like a slug on me. And then I'm just like... <laughs> I want to die. And then Tony's on the floor, Rats on the floor. Somehow Jordan's still in leather trousers and full makeup. Yeah, no, like leather trousers, a long sleeve, and full makeup. 
What? It was like 35 degrees every day. Yeah, yeah, I know this. What is why we originally, I originally started calling him a lizard. Because <laughs> he is just a lizard, mate. Like, he hates the, he hates the cold. Like, I've seen this man wear jeans through summertime in factory work. Like skinny jeans as well, not loose jeans, but skinny jeans. Damn. Yeah, he's a Damn. He's yeah. definitely part lizard. He, he's a, yeah, he's part lizard, and he's just he's still just stuck in the face. He can't get out of it. <laughs> go back, go back to the origins of the band. Recall remains the first song was released in 2017. But you're saying you weren't yeah. in the band when they first got together, is it? No. <laughs> so it's really funny in the fact is being like when I was in when I did my first gig is when Recall the Remains did their first gig. I was in my first band, they were doing their first gig, and then we did another gig together in like Brosley Social Club, a little town that's near Talford. We did another gig there and then like went our separate ways, they lost a fair few members and then it was only Elliot and Jordan that actually stayed by they then got Tony and Zach in and then they I saw um, then they released The Will of Your God and then I joined after that but because they were so close I'm pretty sure it was either they were so close together of my announcement and the release that people thought I was on the track and then I got told I'm not allowed to tell people I'm on the track so when people complimented my vocals, I was like, yes, that was me. <laughs> Fantastic. Gracias. Like, it, yeah, it's like, if you go and listen to The Will of Your God, it's none of it's me. None of it's me on there. It's all Jordan. <laughs> and you can probably tell because that's when they were a bit more proggy. Fair. Yeah. Well, so- yeah, no, I'll... Oh yeah, rigid, like so. Origins of the band is like it started over ten years ago with Elliot and Jordan just carrying it on, and then just I think it was Tony joined, and then it was Zach, and then me, and then it's been like that for like six six years now. Amazing, that's incredible. Yeah. So yeah. I imagine you don't know. Do you know where the name comes from? Well, I know, I know where the name comes from. I know the meaning behind it as well. well. It's so recall the remains is basically just trying to remember who you were and who your past self is. That's what the premise of recall the remains is. That's awesome. Yeah, like I, we basically used to throw that question to Jordan that many times. I listened and I just remember. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I'm always intrigued because I'm always intrigued as what was what was come up with first because everyone always has names previous, you know, and it's like bathtub or you know, like that sort, you know, like really stupid, you know, bucket and spade and stuff like that. And then it... the thought that went behind the name and the logo because you've seen our logo; it's a circle yeah. and it kind of looks like, uh, like an octopus that's missing three legs, but <laughs> that is an RTR as well. Yeah, you're thinking about it now. That yeah. circle, you just you put that middle one between it. It's an RTR. Huh. Holy shit. Yeah. But they thought about this 10 years ago and the premise of if we do necklaces, <laughs> then it would be really cool. 
what a genius marketing mind. I love that. That's amazing. Like, yeah, no, they did brilliant for it. They put like a proper nice and meaningful and a meaning behind the band name and then just be able to just franchise the logo. <laughs> and it is a badass name as well. Like when I was doing my research, Matt Place saw the call remains, great name. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know like the amount of times that people have actually got our name wrong and like well oh. yeah no people so we, it's like um we've had on letters to where we've been like through payments to where it's been like recall the recall and we're like <laughs> okay okay <laughs> when you when people ask you what your bad name is and i'm just like recall the remains and they're like the remains and i'm like no 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 recall the remains <laughs> <laughs> we've taken the piss we've called ourselves recall the rejects <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no, it, it, I personally think it is one of those it's one of those band names that has been like it's so similar to other ones because of like the remains at the end but because we've got the recall it stands apart just yeah. a little bit yeah. but we, I think they did go on to that era of just everyone's putting in their band name remains somewhere <laughs> so you said that they were proggy back in the day yeah so how do you now find the style then of like a metalcore deathcore melodic deathy stuff smashed together how has that happened i still i still actually because i'm still i'm a prog fan as well so it's being like if they create weird riffs i actually will try and still do stuff over the top of it that's equally as weird like okay. I would do messed up rhythms to try and also either complement it, just so it's like, oh, they're doing their part, but I'm also doing my part as well. Mm. But um, it still gets like actually, it's still very much a part of us because it's like with the new stuff that we've recorded as well. It's completely it's nothing like the ones that we've released before. These next three ones are completely different. Like we've went onto a massive curveball of it as well. So that's quite fun. Mm. Like we have one that is just like one that's just pure, like a pure riffs. It's just pure riffs all the way through. It has riffs, a solo, a breakdown, oh. and like a very uplifting bridge. Yeah, Dude. it goes uplifting bridge into a really like hit you in the hit you in the chest solo, and then pre-breakdown. I'm not going to spoil that much fun for it, but that, that is my favourite section, and then it goes into a breakdown. Oh, oh I mean, it intrigued. Just, it's just oh. crammed. It's like the other. There's the other one that's like very new metal, to be honest. Like, Ooh. yeah, very very new metal, Lincoln Park sounding. Okay. Yeah, but then you could throw in a little King Eight Ten in there as well. And okay. then both of those ones are very kind of like short, compact songs as well. And then we have the one afterwards that is like an amalgamation of other stuff, but then has just a techno intro. Oh, <laughs> man. Yes. <laughs> we, we have, so like those three songs we have played live like last year. And we just, or the year beforehand, we just stopped playing them because we're like, we don't want to get too married to these songs because we know they're going to change in the studio but they are going to get released this year we just need to 
build up our funds so we can actually do like bund like merch bundles, PR release, music video for like music video for the one and like getting CDs and everything done. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of money. I I've had to calculate it all. A lot of money, but it will be completely worth it. Amazing. Amazing. But what what makes you guys stand out? I know we spoke about it earlier. Is the fact that you've got the double vocals of yourself and Jordan. What's it like with that dynamic when it comes to songwriting and deciding who sings what parts and whatnot? There's no real. So there's not actually at any point that like me and Jordan will disagree with stuff. Like I know for a fact now it's because like he's taken a step back from being like because we will on live will say he is a main vocalist because he backs me up on some parts and I want him to be equally as loud as I am. But um, he he was afraid of it when I first joined. He was like, I'm just going to be the chorus boy. And then he he is just chorus. So anytime anything else, it's like, I know that I've got the verses depending on what the song sounds like. And then I know he's got the choruses. With some of the with some of the new ones, we have changed it up a bit to where we're both on it, and we're both doing the chorus. But yeah, no, his singing because of how great he is complements the kind of pitched low screams I can do. So they just merge really well, and I would love to try and do more choruses that we can have together because I just think it works so well. Who? So when it comes to the writing process, then is it you both together? Or like, typically, I will I will come up with um like a kind of scratch idea and everything like that, and then I'll go over it with Jordan because what we what we do in this as well is that I'll write I'll write stuff, but then we actually tab my rhythms down on um, Guitar Pro. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, so it's just like, so we can find out then if there's any poly rhythms. Can't have poly rhythms. Can't have poly rhythms in my band. Not at all. <laughs> <Not saying that. laughs> it's against the rules of recall remains. But it gives me a chance to like, if I want to try and do like faster stuff as well, I can actually then just without continuously messing up, I can literally learn to get faster and faster on something. So it makes me strive. But yeah, we I'll go around to Jordan's. We'll tap like we'll tap I'll tap out the rhythms whilst he puts it in. And then it will also help me, like, kind of structure it a bit, so it like make it make a bit more sense. Because sometimes a lot of my lyrics don't make sense. Okay, they make sense to they make sense to me, but that's not beneficial to everyone else. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously, if if the if your lyrics are like personal, say, is that then not difficult for Jordan to sing? Because obviously, he it's your experience, not his. So no, it's like a lot of the points. It's like um, with actually one of the new songs, for example, um, like on most of the stuff, it's like I will come up with like a bass chorus, just so it's like gives you a kind of like it gives him an idea of what to kind of aim for. But he can do what he wants with it. Like I okay, I don't tell him that he has to stick to a chorus. But there are there are some points that he will just keep the chorus because he's like I like it. It makes sense. We'll go with that. But um, with with my and um, with the guys, it's like I like we've like I said with this new one. It's like one of them is more of a personal one, just to me, and 
again didn't have like didn't have a problem with it i told them and the recording um engineer why that song like why the chorus i think needs to stay like that and they didn't like it's not like they kept digging or anything like that when i told them why and everything like that they were like oh shit okay and then was just like let's carry on that was really about it like they don't okay. any kind of personal stuff kind of just gets let out but then it's not straight to people's face that it's a personal song yeah okay yeah is, are, are all got, your lyrics personal or is it just a mixed bag it's like a mixed bag it's like life taker for example is more of a personal one for me weirdly enough i know yeah but it life taker is more of a personal one to me that is anger dished out towards like a direct person but um some of them are just being like for like um dark path for example is going through the five stages of grief so it's also just been like here's some of songs that are personal to us but everyone we're all like you're going through these mental health problems. You've got all these problems going on. We also know what that's like. So it's kind of a mixed bag of both, to be honest. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> but just think, I've just realised, we've been talking about the band, all the, the way you write songs and everything, but we've not really described the band's sound. There could be people listening to this who go, like, I still have no idea how the fuck this band sounds. How how would you describe the, the band if you're, if you're trying to sell it to someone? Um, if it was to use one word, it's just metal. Like we've had, so, we've had so many people that have reviewed our stuff that uh, that'll put us like, oh, like bits of deathcore, metalcore, and just like everything in between. And it's just like it's hard to kind of pin us down because of all of our influences. Mm. So it's like it's just easier to either just say metalcore sometimes. So it's just like metalcore band that loves dishing riffs. And then slow as fuck, like as slow as I can get the guys to go. <laughs> but <laughs> if I could get them to go slower, then it would be brilliant. <laughs> but sick riffs, big choruses, and sick as fuck breakdowns. Boy, That's how I'd describe our band. I like that. Love it. And then a, a book, five weirdos from Telford. <laughs> from the Shire. You, you've, you've, men you've mentioned that there's three new tracks coming, mm -hmm. right? But mm -hmm. if we if we can't talk about this, it's absolutely fine. I'm still gonna ask the question, and if we need to move yeah. on, we, we shall. Oh, oh, yeah, come back yeah. to us. Yeah. There we go, Jacob. Is there an album coming? Yes. Oh, I have so. The idea for the album is the reason why we're not releasing these songs as singles. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're going to be dropped at the same time as the album because we didn't basically... It gives people like it gives people a reason to go and listen to the album. But we are putting on the three songs that we released last year. So we've got Fairfield on there. We've got Live Taken. We've got Empty Woods on there. And then coming back as well is like The Night Will Bleed, Our Hell, and Darker Path. Okay. So we're gonna have we're gonna have a nine track album with six older like three old songs, three singles that we released last year, and three songs that no one's heard the new versions yet. Ooh. Until next week where we play with rituals. 
well played. Um, as long as practice goes well, we are going to be playing one of the new ones next week for that tour. Okay. <laughs> the only reason I say that is because I've just recently left Wales and I know that you're playing Cardiff, which is I was very close to. I'm now back in Cheltenham and I was going to come. Yeah. But I'm now in the United States of America, so I'm not actually here at all. <laughs> but still, I, I when I saw it come up, I was like, oh, fuck. I looked at the dates. I was like, yeah, I can't make any of that. Brilliant. So, yeah, no, um, it's like um, if everything goes well, then it might just it might not just be one. There might be two new songs oh. and we might be completely changing on how the set actually goes. Like, oh, wow. Like, OK. Oh, hell, that's been the staple last song of our set for so long now. Will not be the last song of our set. Oh, exclusive! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like I'm really looking forward to releasing these, like because the little snippets I have shown people in person, they've just been like, "Oh, okay, this is completely different," and everything. But um, yeah, no, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to do the music video as well with Jay Hillier because he always does sick stuff. It's- it's just the money part that I'm not looking forward to. Yeah, I can imagine. But I think it it will it will bear fruit, my friend. It will bear fruit. Yeah, no, like I I I never have a problem with spending as much money as I do on the band because it's something that I love to do and everything like that. It's just always grim seeing that much money yeah. accumulated into the account and then it just goes. Yeah. And yeah. then I'll just die a little inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's really depressing sometimes because I deal with it and when your band account has more money than you actually do in your <laughs> account like, this is not fair <laughs> this is bullshit oh dude because obviously you have you've, you've, you've released singles here there and I think there's one EP randomly out there as well do you find that the Spotify generation now prefer singles rather than albums and that's why you didn't that way because i know a lot of people now listen to the stuff and go that was great what's next and you're like well so, yeah <laughs> it, I, I think like the best example for it is what sleep token have done so it's like what they did with like take me back to eden they released four singles and they were like you'll get more when the album's dropped and that's the kind of idea that we had um because originally we were actually going to just do an ep Okay. Um, we were just going to do an EP with these ne- um, next three ones, but then Tony brought up the idea, and then Dan also reinforced the idea as well about doing an album with all the other ones. Because my un- my original thought of it was I felt quite cheap bringing back three older songs to then throw on the album and everything like that. I wanted to do like completely new ones and everything like that, but. I was reassured and everything like that, that it's not and everything. So I was like, all right, sound. We'll pick the three most popular ones that sound close to what we are now. But um, yeah, no, it's like we, it was kind of just like decided, I think after we released the singles last year. Mm. So it's kind of just what happened. Like, I think it, we always wanted to do an album, but the prices of recording an album is again it's a lot of money especially like when you go to like experienced people as well it can just cost a lot of money so we have previously we just released the ep 
but this time we're actually just gonna drop it all as an album. I am. I'm so excited to hear these new songs. Um, but the past few years, though, you guys have achieved some amazing things, and there's a couple of things I do want to talk about specifically. We yeah. briefly mentioned earlier Bloodstock. Yeah. Did I read right that you guys had three days' notice to play that? <laughs> yes. How the <laughs> fuck does that happen? <laughs> so it it all works out. I'm. Funny enough, going to blame me breaking my foot because I don't know if I would have gotten the time off work. I was luckily already off work because I broke my foot at the time. Um, yeah, no, it's like you'll see me, like if you see like interviews from Bloodstock, you'll see me joking around of like how I broke my foot. And like some pictures, you'll just see like a very shitty boot on my foot. That's on there. But um, yeah, it's like, I think it was a band called Headrush that had to drop out, that Dan was doing PR for. And obviously he knew about it. So he was just like, I've got another band if you want, they're free. And then Simon was like, okay, yeah. And then all I remember is literally just getting in the, in our message, just being like, can you guys make yourself free Saturday to play Bloodstock on the new Blood stage? And I was like, well, I'm free. Everyone else, it was like more waiting on Elliot and Jordan. Jordan was like, I'm not working Saturday, but Elliot is. And we're like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And from what I was told by Tony, Elliot basically went around the whole factory trying to find someone to just take over the shift for him so he can actually go and do it. But yeah, we only found out on the Wednesday of that week that we were playing. That's that's why. That's why we like... I was massive. I made it obvious as well. It's like I was massively grateful for people coming out and seeing us, and especially the crowd that we had, because we were no one knew that we were playing. That people just turned up. Like we put it on socials here and there as much as we could between the three days, but we're lucky enough that we got the crowd that we did for it. To be honest. That's I imagine you just went shit. We've got three days. Let's rehearse, 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 rehearse. We did. Um, I think we might have practiced, but it, with it like being three days, the realization didn't actually kick in that I'm going to. I was playing at Bloodstock. I got like getting in there. No, I was just like, okay, I'm just in a festival, so on and so forth. It was when I did the Bloodstock TV interview. And then there was members from like Barry Tomorrow to like that side of me, members of Malevolence over there. I was just like, okay, I'm actually doing this now. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I think it clicked in the interview as well because I literally go, I'm 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 next to Dan from Barry Tomorrow right now. <laughs> but yeah, but um, yeah, it was it. There wasn't enough time to unpack, like playing at Bloodstock or anything like that. It was just literally just a roller coaster of three days and emotions, just being like, "Oh fuck, we're going to play it," and it was just excitement the whole way. And then the realization on the day, it's just being like, "Oh, this is actually happening. This isn't a dream or anything. It's actually happening." Fuck. That's 
That's amazing. Just to, I can't imagine what that reading that message. You're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> One of the funniest parts was when I was doing the interview for Bloodstock TV, and they were going because it was like, um, what is it? I know there was Halfett, Rebecca from Halfett. There was Calvin for Portrayal of Ruin, and I'm pretty sure it was Ben from Imperium. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it was. And um, he was going through. Because obviously they were competition winners for Metal to the Masses. And they were like, oh, so how long have you known? And then as soon as he asked that question, I was the last one to answer. And I was like, I can't wait to get to me. That all just been like, oh, I knew in January. Or we knew in like March. And I was like, Wednesday. And he was like, wait, what? And he was like, Wednesday this week. I was like, yeah, Wednesday this week. I found out I was playing Bloodstock. That's amazing. His face was like, what the hell? I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. It, it was hilarious. It was just the fun. It was just the funniest thing. And it still is. It still is. <laughs> the fact that you pissed yourself laughing when I asked the question proves that. <laughs> it's because it's always just those things. It's being like when it's like, especially when people found like found out, just be like, wait, did you only actually find out three days before? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Played to like two hundred odd people with three days of notice. Crazy. Wasn't shit myself. <laughs> and also last year you got to support Cavalera on their European tour in Wolverhampton. What was that experience like? Get, um, that was also a mad one because Zach wasn't there. He was in. Iceland? No, he wasn't. He was in Turkey. He was in Turkey with his girlfriend. Um, and I was actually in Budapest at the time. Just, and then I've got, yeah, I was in Budapest at the time when I got that message through. And I was supposed to be ignoring my messages and enjoying my holiday. But I saw that and I was like, let's do this. Oh, Zach's on holiday. Let's do this. <laughs> and then just because I didn't get replies from the guys in like 10 minutes, I was like, this is the good time for me to delete Messenger right now so I don't get annoyed. <laughs> but as soon as I saw it gone into our calendar, I was like, thank fuck they said yes. <laughs> but um, playing with Cavalera, like playing on that stage and sharing the stage with Cavalera was insane. Like the audience alone, like the room was packed. It was either sold out or it was near to selling out at KK Stillville. I was like, fuck. Like, I felt like royalty because I had four monitors in front of me. I was like, oh my God. And I've got so much move. I've got so much room for activities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was a gremlin going from side to side. And I went to stand on the PA speakers as well. And then I went all the way to the other side to stand on the other PA speakers. <laughs> Amazing. It, but yeah, no, it was actually insane. Actually, put, like getting the opportunity to actually play alongside Cavalier, like Cavaliera. I never unfortunately got to meet Max. Oh. I'm pretty sure he was just in the dressing room the whole time, which is understandable when you are quite an icon in metal. And if you're just dotting around everywhere, you're just going to get swarmed. Yeah. Like the amount of people that asked me if I had met him and I was just like, no. And they were like, oh, well, can you go and get him? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you must. I'm not knocking on that door. 
Like, I'm just a random person to him. How how did the opportunity actually come up? How did it even happen? So, Tice, that does the events for the KK Still Mill, wants to, wants to, as much as he can, try and get local bands to perform with the bigger bands. So, obviously, it can just get the local scene going a bit more and everything like that. And he said to us at Bloodstock when we played, because I saw him there, and he was like, I want to get you a KK Still Mill more. And we're like, just drop us a message then. And then, obviously, he dropped us a message. And we were like, Sick, yeah. <laughs> the best, like, bear in mind, Zach's parents were at the gig as well. And I did get the whole room of people to shout, fuck you, Zach, because he was away on holiday. Phenomenal. I love that his parents throwing that as well. <laughs> his parents came up to me and was like, did you really just have to slag off our son? I was like, he's away enjoying a sunny, a sunny holiday whilst I'm in the rain. Yes. <laughs> He came back and was like, my parents told me what you said. I was like, I'm just gutted <laughs> I didn't record it. <laughs> it wasn't planned. It was just spur of the moment. Just had a drink. I was like, this would be funny if people say it. And then everyone did. And I was like, that's really funny. Because <laughs> oh, I was, when we announced you for our show we put on, um, I, I don't know if you know this, my mom's partner is Tony from Stage Dive Photography. And he oh, yeah, yeah. and he was at that sh- the Cavalera show and he just went, they were fucking awesome at Cavalera. Like, oh, so glad to get you've got them for the show. Like, so yeah. I love Tony. I love Tony. It's like we've known him now, obviously, because of the scene and everything like that. He we've known him for a bit. Like, he's done pictures for us at gigs, and he's done some fucking amazing pictures as well. Like, still to one of um to this day, one of my favorite ones was one of my old profile pictures. And it's a black and white one, and my dreads are in my face, and I'm kind of pulling up my face, and I just look sadistic. And I was like, that is such a sick picture. I was like, I love this picture so much. <laughs> I think another one you mean, actually. Yeah, it's a great photo. <laughs> yeah, you know, which one I think you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. He is such a lovely person, man. And like, I know he's taking pictures and that, but he properly comes out and tries to come to like most of the local shows. And half the time he doesn't charge for like <laughs> taking pictures. So I, like, which is insane to me sometimes, but he just comes out and he just literally just does pictures for bands just because he enjoys to do it. And I'm just like, the love that this guy has for the scene is immense. Yeah, yeah, he really does. I think he's out every single weekend at gigs. And if I'm at a gig in Birmingham, I mention him. They're like, "Oh, we love Tony." He's like everyone knows him. <laughs> everyone knows Tony. Everyone knows Tony. <laughs> we'll always say hello and ask him how he's doing. I do love the guy. <laughs> so, as we look out for the future now, obviously, yes. you've mentioned you got the uh, the new singles coming out. But do you guys have like a five year plan? Say, say, or is it just let's do what we do and hope for the best? No, so, like, obviously, I personally, as soon as we finished recording the songs and they were finalised and everything like that, I already actually started asking the guys, was like, so what's the next album going to sound like? Because <laughs> it was just what I was just like, well, we've done this now. There's nothing I can do to change any of how these songs sound. What's the next one going to sound like? What, we, what vibe are we going for? Everything like that. Like... My personally is being like I would love to 
go over. I want. I would love to go over to Ireland and go and tour with our friends and survivalists because we've been wanting to go over to Ireland for so long and play alongside them as well. Um, try and get over to mainland Europe as well, and then hopefully try and get over to America. I just want to get out as much as possible, as further as possible, to just spread the name more and more. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'd say the plan is like. Keep releasing music, keep playing shows. And hopefully just it gets bigger and bigger from there. So you do play like all the time. Like you've announced a shit ton of shows already for this year, including a couple of festivals and whatnot. March is disgust. I'm like grateful <laughs> for all of the shows. I'm always grateful for how busy we are. But March is disgusting. <laughs> are you excited for it though? Oh, 100%. I just know, I like, I know we're going to be so tired. We're going to like, because... We because of like work commitments and everything like that is like tip and like money and everything. We typically come back from gigs, so we'll like we'll travel back to Telford to then go back out to some oh. of the gigs. Sometimes it works out better. So it's like Cardiff, no, not Cardiff, but like Birmingham, Gifford, some ones that are like two hours away. We don't mind driving back for that because it's two hours. Like we've drove two hours there, we can drive two hours back. But I think it's getting to the point now where it's just being like, if they're four hours away, like Whitehaven, that we're doing later on in March. Yeah, we've booked a hotel for that. Yeah. I made, I made a point of this. I was just like, I'm not traveling for eight hours to be there for like three and then have to, and then have to travel back because I'm yeah. just exhausted. And you do want to take breaks on the way back and everything, but you just think if I take a break and we keep taking breaks, it's going to take longer for me to get back. I just want to kind of get home now. I'm tired. <laughs> That's fair. Is it? Is there anywhere in this stretch of shows that you're playing that you haven't played before? Oh, um, so I think low. So like town wise, no, but some different venues. So obviously we've played the Devil's Dog, we've played the Gifford. In Bristol, we're playing the Exchange. We've only really played the Griffin at, in Bristol, so that's going to be a new one, which will be cool. Um, I think um, Stereo Junkie as well in either she in Sheffield. I don't think we've played there, but we have played in Sheffield. So a lot of these places we've been either too many times or once before. <laughs> so it'll all be sick to go back and play again. But um, yeah, no, we have there's. Not a, there's not new ones yet. Actually, no. Coventry for Dementia Aware Fest. I don't believe we play Coventry yet. So that will be a new one. I think every the other ones, yeah, we've played before now. Is there any? Is there any like cities you haven't played that you really want to? Oh, I I would love to. I would love to play up in Liverpool, Blackpool, but there hasn't. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any because we've done London, we've done Hull. Hull. Hull was a fun one, actually. Hull was fucking hilarious because we went, we drove past the venue at first because we drove past the venue because it didn't look like a venue. <laughs> like it's a it's a brilliant venue inside, yeah, but on the outside, it looks like a crap den. <laughs> Because it had bar it had bars as well, and like it was in front of a behind a bus stop, and we're like, 
this can't be the place. Then we saw Chase from Beyond Your Design sitting out front and was like, no, that's the place. <laughs> walked in and like one, it's big. It's like the hairy dog, for example. You walk in, it's one bigger than what you think it's going to be. Stage, brilliant. The sound, sick. And then where we were storing our stuff, there was a boxing ring. Right? Yeah. There was a boxing ring out the back and a massive tyre. And I can remember getting in that tyre somehow, because it was like a massive tractor one. I got in it and the guys were pushing me just before we went on. And I was like, yeah, I'm dizzy now. Thank you. But <laughs> the yeah, I, I would love to go back to that venue because it was just, it was the most weirdest thing. Just being like, oh yeah, put your stuff back there. And it's like, there's a boxing ring. It's not like it was high ceilings or anything like that, but it was a boxing ring. <laughs> and that was, yeah. But yeah, a lot of the show, um, apart from Coventry, we have played a lot of them, but I'd love to try. I'd love to definitely get up to Liverpool. I'd love to get up to, because we've done Glasgow. I'd love to try and get up to Edinburgh and do a show. And I'd love to try and actually, so Liverpool, Edinburgh and, um, and Blackpool. Yeah. Well, like, I know there's probably more and more cities that are out there that I'd love to play as well. Because I just, honestly, no, I just want to play like all the time at every city in town. That'd be fine with me. That That's someone that's passionate about what they do, and you can't beat that. Yeah. Can't beat that. Oh, mate, like, it, like, I've said this to the guys, I've said this all my life as, as, as throughout my career as a musician. If I can just through music make enough money to pay my bills and I just get to go around the world playing music, fine with me. Like I'll get a second job. I don't care about doing that. I get to go around the world and play my music to complete strangers that like my music. Like that's what I love. Incredible. Last thing from myself before we start wrapping them. If people Mm. are listening to this. And they want to check out some Recall the Remains music. I like, I like, I like, I like the sound of this guy. I like the cut of his jib, as they say. What's a couple <laughs> of songs from the back catalogue that stand out to you as like a good example oh. of what you guys are about? Fairfield is definitely a good example of what we're about. Like it's heavy, it's it's heavy. It's got a, a brilliant fucking chorus to it. Um, Life Taker is also a good example because it's got it's got a, such a sick riff as well. And then we've got Our Hell, which also includes like the proggy side of the band. So just off the top of my head, like Life Taker, Fairfield, Empty Woods as well, because I know the guys don't like me saying this. It is kind of like our pirate banger. <laughs> <laughs> they hate me saying it, but every time I hear it play, I love the song as well. I love playing it. But I do just think, we're just like, I'm just like, I'm on the shit. I'm sailing. <laughs> but again, it is such a good song. Um, so yeah, between Empty Woods, Life Taker. Do you know what? Just check them all out because <laughs> I can't pick one. I, I, I can't pick one because I just keep adding songs because I was just about to say Dark Path as well. It's got fast slow riffs as well. Incredible. Check, but yeah, no, it's like Dark Path, Fairfield, and The Night Will Bleed. We'll go with those three. That, I'd go. say those are the ones that people would need to check out the most. Phenomenal. I mean, I was going to say, I mean, Empty Woods is probably my favourite one. I mean, yeah. I, I wrote Empty Woods, Life Taker, Fairfield, and, and uh, 
Dark of the Path as bangers for me. Yeah. Um, but everything you've done is great. Like, I really, I'm not just saying that because you're here, I'm not trying to suck your dick or anything. Like, it genuinely <laughs> is just, it's just all great. Like, you can't Thank go you wrong so with anything. So, like, I really, really, I do love your band and I really enjoy everything you've done. I'm so excited for the next the, the three tracks you drop on the album, etc. But I've, I've got a few more questions, if that's okay. Um, yeah, go for it. We mentioned uh, at the very, very beginning that Jamie felt quite sick after a, a nail was removed in the live ticket video yeah. with music videos yeah. make, like making them come up with the concepts and doing them etc love them or hate them I actually quite like doing music videos I like actually coming up with like an idea that also goes with the music video whilst also standing on its own I like going through all that stuff and like even in the day like where it's just been like recording stuff because I think I like it more because we have we work with Jay Hillier. Um he's a phenomenal guy to actually work with. And literally it's been like half the time it's like we literally just kind of bring notes of what we want and then he'll literally just see it and he'll be like, You can work with this. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> and he just he blows it out of the water every goddamn time. But I thoroughly actually like doing it. Like the live taker one was definitely more of the one to where I was just like, we can just be like, this is very much like creative in a sense where it's like, it's not just a performance part, but it's not just like telling a story and everything like that. It is proper like camera angles, like a sit, like special effects, everything like that. Loved it. I remember you telling me a story back for the race's agent interview about how you could, the police got called on you during a music video. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, that was actually the. I really wish we had the footage for it because that was Dark <laughs> Past music video. So yeah, the big open space we were in. Yeah, we were. Um, we were doing the music video. It was during the midst of the lockdown as well. So we were doing a lot of other stuff in the lockdown. And um, obviously, Jay has the master speaker for the people that don't know, obviously, how music videos are done. Like, it's literally like one massive speaker will get played and everyone's miming to it, bar the drummer. He actually has to play his stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I feel, side note, I do feel so sorry for drummers the most in music videos because they are in every angle. So they, if you're filming (laughs) for nine hours... They're, they're, they're playing for seven hours. Oh. If they're in every angle shot, they need to be in everyone else's shot. Oh, oh never thought but of that. But if the others are getting to take breaks, the drummer's in every single shot. That's insane. It is. But yeah, no. Um, so with the Dark Path one, the music was playing, everything like that. And then I can just remember coming away because I wasn't needed during a part. Um, and then I looked back and I just saw these high vis and I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and we didn't realise we were on private land because <laughs> one, one, it, it's not like we jumped gates or anything like that. It was a broken part of the gate. Like people cycle into that. But in this massive open space, in the midst of the daylight, people thought there was a rave going on. So that's why the police were called. Yeah. Yeah, that's what raves have. A full drum kit, guitars, bass and speakers. Well, I mean, they don't have speakers, yeah. but like that. And five people. 
I we the, the like so yeah they thought a raid was happening so and because like no one could see it because like it was like we had to walk like ten minutes to that open spot like not ten minutes but it felt like it with all the stuff but we had to unpack it all then the police were like it's private land you need to get off it so we're like okay cool like let's pack down a whole drum kit amps everything to take back now sound we got the shots that we needed but the other additional funny part is the fact of we had three kids that were on a bike ride that watched yeah. our that watched it that watched us record this music video that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, no, and literally, like, one of them said afterwards, like, bear in mind, like, they actually followed us at some places, but they actually was very respectful of keeping out of the shots. <laughs> and, yeah, no, it's been like, we gave them, like, a pic and everything like that that had, like, the little band logo. Um, but one of them was like, you guys are awesome. And I was like, I want that in the music video just at the end. I want these like little side clips, but yeah, no, we had like little kids. And then we actually had, um, I think it was either the next day or later on in the day, one of their moms messaged us and goes, thank you very much for like being so nice to my son and like so on and so forth. And we we're just like, don't worry about it. Like we're not going to be nomads, but <laughs> it was, it was genuine surprise that like one, we had kids, we literally, there was kids watching us. Then police turn up, and then the mum messaged us the day afterwards, like, thank you for entertaining my son. <laughs> I was just like, don't worry about it. <laughs> That's a myth. Inspiring the next generation. That's what, I, you know what? That's what I hope. <laughs> that is absolutely incredible. Saying that, like, March is busier for me and Zach, because me and him actually are going to our local college, TCAT, to go and actually... Get like basically for students to ask us about our um our experience in the music industry. Oh wow, that's incredible! Yeah, so so it's like a music teacher that actually taught some of the guys as well when we did the Shropshire Music Awards. He was there. We were performing like the college kids that were playing as well. Um, they actually knew some of them knew of us beforehand, and was just like two of them came up and was like, "We really like your band." Like as eighteen year olds did, and I was like. Oh, you're adorable. I just want to touch your cheeks. I have a video. I have a video of like these other kids, like just literally just in the corner on the rafters of these just 18 year olds just headbanging, like 20 of them just fully headbanging. And then when we finished, they stormed that stage to just kind of speak and talk to us and then just get some pictures. And I was like, you're all so adorable. I just want to pinch your cheeks. That's all I want to do right now. I've got all the time in the world for all of you. But yeah, we got asked then if we would be interested in it. And I was just like, you've never had a metal band. Like, they've never had a metal band come in and give their experience on it. Let alone one that's actually from the hometown of the college. Mm. So I think I, I really look forward to it, to be honest. like, I've, But yeah, we've also got that. I think it's like the 13th of March. So I've got We've got the Rituals tour, then we've got the tour with Levain and Born Zero, and then I'm going into a college midweek. Hopefully recover that that point, Jones. <laughs> Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Like, I, I finish early enough from work, I can nap. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be golden. You'd be absolutely golden. <laughs> but funny enough, you just steered perfectly into what I was going to bring up, the Shropshire Music Awards. Like, what the fuck? How did that even come about? That must have been amazing. So, 
we were so it was like we had obviously 2023's version um 2023 that we actually played at and we got nominated for best band but we also got nominated for 2022 as well and we won that time oh we got we got nominated for like best music video which was our hell's one unfortunately one live taker wasn't out then and secondly i don't think it would have i think it would have probably could have won for best music video but not for the reason that people <laughs> intended <laughs> But um, the twenty the, the twenty twenty one was by far one of the it was weird. For example, going both times because it was like Telford and Shropshire has not done this before, so it was a completely new concept. But the twenty twenty two one was funnier for me because one cool show like show our music videos and everything like that. That's cool. But they brought up an old live music video from my old band. Yeah. And right. they played it on the screen. And I sat there and I was like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one that's in that, from that band that's here. And secondly, you didn't ask my permission for that. <laughs> but yeah, I just remember, because I still remember that. I still remember those videos. And I just saw that and I was like, excuse what? <laughs> that's not recorded remains, what's this? I was like, excuse me, I, I, that's not recorded, mate. I'm on bass now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not allowed to play bass anymore. <laughs> In the band, anyway. I could play bass out of the band, but, well, I can't play bass as good as I used to, so I just don't pick it up anymore. <laughs> that's fair, dude. That's fair. But last question from myself. I like to ask this at the end of every single interview that we do, which is, did you ever think that when you joined this band, this is where you'd be today? So it's always what I obviously I dream of doing and everything like that. But the success we've had, no, I didn't think we'd get that. You got to think it's being like, we're not from a city. The local pub that was our scene has been close. And I think we did one of the last shows before I even joined the band properly. We did one of the last shows there. So there is no real metal scene in Telford, so this is why we have to go out and actually go and all over the place to actually go and do stuff. But um, no, we're like because we just say it ourselves, we're just five dudes from a little town, Telford. Like, but I've had the opportunity, and I've had the opportunity to play with like Viscera, Head PE, Cavalera, and actually meet like. J- um, Jay, that used to be um, the old base for Bullet from Valentine as well. Oh. I've actually had the chance to meet him because of being in this band. And yeah, no, like those kind of experiences are insane. That's amazing. Never, never be able to top it. And as but, I said at the start, this is only the fucking beginning, mate. Only oh, the beginning. That's, it. that's the plan. My, like my dream, yeah, would literally. Not just to be friends with some of the more popular musicians now. That's all. That's all I wish. <laughs> just want to be friends with them, not for clout or anything like that. Just so I can be friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> like it would just be so cool to just be like, oh yeah, I can just like drop like Phil Bozeman a message whenever I want. Cool. <laughs> that would be sick. And he actually replies. That's the important bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like we can all add these people through Facebook and they accept it, but they're not going to reply to you. Yeah? No. They might, but I'm too anxious to message him. 
<laughs> Before we let you go, any plugs, social medias, websites, whatever it may be, you want to plug? There's our merch that we've got available. We've got some, we've um, we've got some new merch. We've got obviously our shows with Rituals and Ataka are joining us for a couple of um, for the Birmingham and Bristol shows. We've got our shows with Levain and Born Zero. We're um, Dementia Aware Fest. We are in Wrexham. We're in Whitehaven. Keep an eye on our social medias to see where we're going to be playing. And just keep an eye on there. And if you can, please buy some merch and listen to the stuff. Because the more merch people buy is the cheaper this album's going to be out of my own pocket. <laughs> is is it all at Record Remains? Yeah, it's all Record Remains. You'll nice. be able to find the link for the merch through our socials. We always make sure we try and push that. Um, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, streaming our stuff. You can stream it on because, like most bands nowadays, we use DistroKid. You can stream it anywhere. Amazing. As long as you've got the internet and you put Record <laughs> Remains in somewhere, you will find our music, whether you like it or not, but you'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope more you like it than not, but. <laughs> Control that part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Any kind, like every every stream, because like we do check them, right? We do check them by regularly, and just seeing those stream counts go up, just always, just on, especially on shit days, makes me happy. And so, like, seeing when people have brought merch, just makes me happy as well. So yeah, get, people just keep supporting the band as they have been doing. Because it just brings us nothing but happiness. That's what we like. That's what we like. So we really encourage. Absolutely amazing. Yes. Jacob, thank you so much for joining us, mate. It really means Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me, guys. So, Jimmy, obviously I started a new job at Specsavers here in Cheltenham. You did? And we're doing, like, uh, not a book drive, but, like, you know, it's like donate and take a book, but people can donate books for charity sort of thing. You know, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. Sort, of, that yeah, yeah. sort of malarkey. Anyway, lovely little old lady walks in. And put some books down. And my colleague goes around to be like, oh, I'm just going to arrange them, sort them out, etc. To find a book entitled, from a little old lady, might I add, <laughs> 203 ways, not, not rounded, 203 ways to drive a man wild in bed. Yes, old Doris. <laughs> and I mean, is there 203 ways to drive us wild? There's only one way to find out. Isn't there one? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we're about to have sex? Isn't that yeah. the main isn't that the main aim? We're just like, yeah, right. Like there's no qualm, there's no questions, there's nothing. It's like fancy. And every guy in this universe will go, yeah, right. <laughs> there's, there's never gonna be so what are these 203 ways <laughs> I hear you ask. Well, Jamie, I didn't really want to delve in. So, <laughs> but you did. So what I did instead was I turned it over to read the back of the book. And this okay. is what it says. Steamy, but oh so discreet. 203 <laughs> ways to drive a man wild in bed is the sensual guide to the way around a man's body. <laughs> Just touch our penis. In That's <laughs> yes. pretty much it. <laughs> We're simple folk. Even a little flick. It's like, oh... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm arriving. Um, 
dedicated to the lusty goddess that lives inside us all. 203 Ways to Drive a Man Wild in Bed is an openly erotic, playful, sexy guide to raising the temperature of any relationship. Think sexy. Think inventive. Think relaxed, writes Olivia St. Clair. She leads readers on a sensuous tour of their partner's bodies, their own bodies, and the myriad of ways in which the two can complement one another to the delight of each, whilst not forgetting the guidelines for safe sex. 203 Ways to Drive a Man Wild in Bed reveals the five secrets of great sex. I thought there was 203. I'm going to say which one is it. Yeah. And goes on to present an intriguing and inviting catalogue of 203 sensuous tips. Frank suggestions. Not Brian. Frank. Frank. Yep. And wicked techniques. Techniques that will help reveal the sexy, irresistible creature inside every woman. Bracket. And man, closing bracket. Yeah. <laughs> but I, the, I love the idea of, of Edith coming in and being like, my time is done. My time is done. I'm going to pass this on for the next person. But obviously we had to take that off straight away because in the middle of a massive supermarket and shop, there were children around. So, yeah. I love the idea. She's just like, I've mastered all 203. <laughs> I need no more this guide. I shall pass on the wisdom to others. I love the idea of her ring up Olivia St. Clair going, Olivia, I've actually now got 207 ways to satisfy a man, in, to drive a man while in bed. So I will be adding my own. I'll be making my own book and releasing it myself. You can almost guarantee that like some of those are practically the same. It's like number 11 is the same as number 10, but move your left leg slightly wider. Like, just something yeah. stupid like that. 100 ways is the right side and 100 ways is the left. And then <laughs> it's like one for feet, one for head. <laughs> yeah, mental. Absolutely mental. What? That is just absolutely amazing. The fact that it was delivered by an old lady just makes it so much better as well. <laughs> yeah. But then this this author, what makes her think that she is the be-all and know-all of... I know. I mean, here's 203 ways. Or the ne then the next chapter comes out two hundred and four ways. Next chapter comes out two hundred and five <laughs> ways. Like Jesus Christ! I wonder how many number, what number she started with when she started writing the book. And she's like, oh, 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 got another one, got another one. <laughs> yeah, where does the inspiration come for this? God knows. <laughs> she sat the other way on her on her husband and just went. Oh, I thought of another way. And it, <laughs> one second, love. Sorry, no, no, whilst I'm sat here, yeah, I'm, I've got an idea. I've got an idea for a bloody book I'm writing. Wait, wait a minute. Stop pumping. Um, <laughs> I bet a fucking husband loved the market research for that booker. Oh, God. Do you think? <laughs> What's that? You want to do things to me 203 times? Well, if I must, if it helps your career, love, I'm down for helping. But mind you, I bet he got to about, 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 got to about 126 and he was going, <laughs> Oh, love, Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm, I'm drained. I, I, I'm literally a prune. There's nothing left. You've taken all my fluids. I've lost it. Blood, water, retention. It's all gone. It's all gone. It's just fucking dust at this rate, love. Just get off. Yeah. By the time all the 200 words done, it's just wafer. <laughs> well, where have you gone? I'm here. I you can turns, use me as a bookmark now, love. It's just cardboard. <laughs> Um, uh, I found something out. I, you know, this whole it was from Comedy Joe, and I was a bit like fake news, maybe. Mm. Apparently, I don't. I should have actually delved into this before I brought this up. 
Apparently, Kevin Bacon has just discovered his wife is his cousin. No, I've seen this in a load of places. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I've been married for like 40 years. I was going to say, I've been together like 30 so years, I think I read. What do you do at that point? Do you like, well, we've had a good run. Or do you we've, been, we've been here. We <laughs> might as well continue. Well, yeah, like, was it that? <laughs> is that weird? I mean, yeah, but yeah. but at the same time, they didn't know about it. So at the same time, it isn't weird. But so surely. Yeah. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Okay. When you start having the family conversation. Well, yeah, this is the bit that gets me. How do you not know? Yeah. Because <laughs> it is, oh, my dad's called Brian. Well, that's weird. My, 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 <laughs> my dad's brother's called Brian. Oh, well, I just obviously got a set name. I wonder they would have obviously met family. Surely they would know. Like, yeah. it. How how do you not know these things? Especially with technology and social media and everything around now, when everyone can see everything. How the fuck do you not go? Okay, that's my uncle. That's weird. Why is me? Why is my uncle in your in your photos? <laughs> and plus, I don't know. Maybe it's a stage name, so I'm not 100 on this. But if his surname is genuinely Bacon, that's going to fucking stand out in conversation about family. Yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was just one of those things. I was a bit like, you, you, that can't be hidden for that long. Surely it can't be. Maybe they just went, should we just, it's going to come out eventually. Should we just say something? We found out 20 years ago, but still. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit weird. Anyway, I just I just wanted to bring that to the, you know, to the table and be like, get a load of this. <laughs> yeah, put but, bacon on the table. Yeah, I'm going to go on a massive limb here, right? And I'm pretty sure you're all going to agree with me. At least I think you're going to. Jamie, what the fuck is with these videos of people playing pianos in public areas, restaurants, train stations, that sort of thing? Or like, And then all of a sudden, someone rocks up and goes, oh, excuse me, excuse me, uh, can you play this piece of Vivaldi? Is this piece of absolutely intricate and insane classical piece of music? That would be great. Thank you. And they go, ah, you mean you mean this? Let's start playing it. And they go, and then for some random reason, I brought my violin with me. And what <laughs> yes. I'm going to do is play with you. Is that it's okay? For no, absolutely no reason. We didn't plan any of this. These are not actors or the actresses. <laughs> my violin, he is my best friend. He comes absolutely everywhere with me. Uh, and I, what I'll do is I'll go along and play with you. And I know all of it. We play really well together, yes? Because we <laughs> haven't planned this at all. At all. Every three, two, and, and action. <laughs> I mean, yes, play. Play and we play. Oh, look at this. All this incredible, intricate, classical music that we know randomly together. And we no. all just happen to have the exact same accent, even though we've... Never met. Yeah. Oh, star! <laughs> let's, let's, this is absolutely incredible. Set a photo, take a photo, film, films this. Yeah, no, get in the bin. I'm yeah. sick of seeing these videos. I saw one yesterday, and don't get me wrong, it sounded amazing. It was they did a Star Wars one. It sounded awesome. I was like, this is completely bullshit. Like, because he did that, he's like, oh, do you know this? Do you know this from Star Wars? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the guy just crops up out of Nova French horn. I'm like, where the fuck did he come from? Yeah, <laughs> dress as a stormtrooper. Gives <laughs> gives the piano guy a Darth Vader outfit. Oh, thanks for this. That is uh, happens to know my size. Perfect. Let me just put this on. Yeah, bullshit. And if you remember, sir, around the corner was a guy with a drum. I'm like, where are these people coming from? 
Yeah, silly. What people will do for views, eh, Jamie? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I know. Who just puts himself on the internet for some says, reason? Says the podcasters that are sitting here. Yeah. yeah. Everyone. <laughs> Although, um, talking of podcasters, Jarrett Reddick um, and Gary, the one well, of the members of Bolling, I think it's the drummer for Bolling for Soup. Yeah. Um, they were talking about um, their Rockstar Dad podcast about how they should have a podcast called Everyone's Got a Podcast Now. <laughs> and that they should, they should be the host and they should, like, um, rate everyone else's podcast and stuff because pretty much everyone's got one now. I thought it was quite funny. Yeah, I thought it was quite funny. I thought it was very funny. You'd never um, run out of content. No, exactly, because you'd have to just pick a podcast a week and then where you go. You'd be here forever. Um so yeah. Anyway, have you uh, don't tell me you've brought something to the table this I week. Fucking have you know. Shit. I've brought two things. Oh my uh, guys, strap yourselves I in. I know, right. And well, girls and thems and all of you just strap yourselves in. What just inspired me? I I heard something the other day and had a thought. Is it me or is the trend of like those silly viral songs just sort of bleated away? But I heard for the first time in years, Pen Pineapple Apple Pen. Why that's a song, I don't know. Do you remember that? No. Pen Pineapple Apple Pen. I have a pen, I have an apple, uh, pineapple pen. I have a pen, I have an apple, uh, apple pen. It's fucking stupid. I met everyone. Everyone was fucking listening to it and singing it at one point. And you had like Badger, 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 Mushroom, Mushroom, all those like viral songs off the internet. I don't remember the last one came, last time one came around. You'd think with all the content creation that happens these days, it don't happen it's anymore. Because people have grown up and developed. People have got, you know, gotten more clever with it, with, with pianos and violins in random restaurants. Um, <laughs> but do you remember Winky Winky, Bum Bum, Poo Poo, Titty Titty? That's another one as well. Yeah. All those sort of things, you never see them anymore. I don't know why. It's weird. Maybe it's just because people have now moved on to the next thing. No, they're guess... not a thing anymore. Do you remember Weeble and Bob? Those eggs. Oh, I loved Weeble and Bob. And I've got those AS whatever I sent you. Oh, Aztec movies. I love those things. Those cartoons and that sort yeah. of thing. So they're not all great, but that one I, I really enjoyed the alphabet one with the A B C D E F gun. I really thought it was hilarious. <laughs> but a lot of them are really fucking dumb. But um, yeah, some of them are actually quite clever. Uh, but everyone likes their own things, Jamie. Absolutely. All right. So everyone's everyone enjoys their own thing, entitled, you know, whether like adult things or kid things, you know. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to like, give a little jab. Just oh, I, I yeah, wasn't yeah. biting. I wasn't biting. I know what you're saying. That's I wasn't that's biting. Um, but yeah, I, I think people obviously trends just disappear, don't they? I was going to say, I'm wondering if it's that because there's that much content comes out nowadays. Like, okay, great. Next. I mean, that's fine. Vine is now technically TikTok, but for longer. Yeah. Oh, those six-second pieces of wonder. What a random amount of time to have to be here. Like, what Very it? It's just crazy. Yeah. What should we make? We'll, we'll make an app. What we'll do? People have to make six-second videos. Like, why six? I don't know. Why not? <laughs> to be honest with you, I haven't really got a business plan. I just thought it would be really funny for people to try and think of things in six seconds. Not ten, not five, six. What's impressive, a lot of people did and got yeah. pretty famous off it as well, which is even Tom, weird. Thomas Sanders, Bo Burnham, yeah. that's who I know on there. Yeah, like tons of people. Crazy. But the other thing I, I uh, wanted to bring up, I literally, I, before, while I was waiting for you, I was scrolling for the old TikTok, and our good friend Mally Malpass put a video out. And I tell you what, he's got a really fucking good point. We like to discuss the English language on yeah. the show, so I thought I'd bring this up. Did you see it? Yeah. 
Why are they both called escalators? One goes up, escalator. One goes down. That's not escalating. Why doesn't it have a different name? Because the British don't give a shit. We need <laughs> we need two words for weather. <laughs> weather is not the weather outside. Weather is yeah. weather is that one or this one. But there's weather, you know. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they obviously got to a point where they're like, oh, fuck it. Just call it, just call it that. I can't bother saying this one to go down. <laughs> but Mally reckons we should call them upscalators and downscalators. And I'm kind of on board with that idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that idea. I think we should uh, get going. Well, there you that. go. Upscalators we'll and downscalators. We're changing the English language here. Yes. Go for it, Jamie. Knock yourself yes. out. You're not going to get involved. No. Nope. No. Okay. Fair enough. Because I don't. I don't tend to back. say that I'm escalating. I'm going, I'm going up. I'm going down. <laughs> That's very true. Too fair. <laughs> Mind you, you'd say down the escalator, didn't you? Up yeah, the escalator. But, yeah. but it still makes no sense because escalating is going upwards. Well, yes, I, yes, I'm fully aware, but. It, uh, I don't tend to actually mention the thing in question. I just go, arms coming down now. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna get behind Mali's campaign. But start the trend, mate. Birmingham's gonna have something else to represent itself, so apart from a bankrupt council. <laughs> oh, those jokes are long gone now, so we don't bring that up. Anymore. Oh yeah, because it's a whole fucking yeah. UK now. But anyway. <laughs> there we are. Oh. <laughs> don't you get tired of living here sometimes? <laughs> What in the UK? Yeah. Yes, very. <laughs> it's just all sot off to Marbella. Looks nice. Marbella. Marbella, whatever. Marbella. <laughs> I don't know. Have you got any of that Jalapeno Hummus? <laughs> in Morocambi. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, anyway? I'm good, my friend. Uh, even though it is a lovely morning recording, which is very odd for us. No, why is it? It's not morning recording. What is it, Jamie? It's not morning recording. Oh, what am I on about? Daytime recording. Loving it. Daytime recording. It's fucking great. But yeah, even though it's a daytime recording, I'm still tired because I'm always tired. But other than that, yeah, I'm good. I had a fucking dreadful day at work yesterday, so I really don't want to go back in today. But there I ask. Oh, just no staff, no communication, childish bullshit. Just, yeah, get me out of there, please, for the love of God. I'm a porter. Get me out of here. <laughs> Let's go to the jungle first. Well, yeah, it fucking feels like I'm working in one sometimes. But yeah, other than that, I'm all right. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Day after day, so just chilling. It's like I was I was fully expecting to lie in. I was like, oh, this is gonna be amazing. And you know, the where you go like, oh, this was that was lush. It's like light outside. You go, oh yes, it must be 10 a.m. Must be 11 a.m. And it must be 8 a.m. What the fuck? <laughs> Um, so yeah, and it's that thing now where you're like, I really want to sleep some more, but for some reason, I'm now weirdly, weirdly, randomly wired for no reason. I haven't touched a drop of anything yet, and now I can't sleep to save my life. Then your brain starts going like, The Venga bus is coming. Oh, for God's sake, that starts going off on one, and then you then, then, then your brain starts going, hmm, Wonder how many notifications you've got on the phone over the evening, over the night. I better check those. And then obviously, blue screen, blue screen, ah, in the eyes. And then your brain goes, ding, I'm awake now. Um, so there's no point. Even if you're awake, you can still have a lazy morning, though. You could just chill out in your pants, watch some TV. That's literally what I did. Yeah. See, that's what you Because obviously, we were going to record, we were, we were planning to record 11 a.m. And I was just like, sat there going, well, why just do it now? I'm just sat here doing nothing. <laughs> I literally got in, dropped the kid off. Kid at school, got back, washed up, set this up, and I was like, I'll go play my game till 11 o'clock. There we go, I'm all ready to go. What are you playing? Uh, Gotham Knights. I've finished the story mode, so I'm just trying to do all the extra stuff now. Yeah, me and my brother were playing that together, but we haven't for a while. I haven't it's finished good. the story yet. I like it. It's really good. I, 
again, one of these things that gets slated, and I don't know why, because it's good fun. I hate the fact that when you grapple sometimes, though, it goes the other way without, without you realising like, it fluctuates quite um, a bit. So yeah, you try yeah. to go forward and you go, and it's like, go back, like, well, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but no, um, yeah. All right, man. All good. What have you doing with yourself? Um, it's been a fairly busy week, to be fair. Um, last week, I only re-annered on Monday and Tuesday because I had the rest of the week off because of half-term stuff like that, which made life easier. Um, Thursday, I spent the day around the in-laws, babysitting the mother-in-law because she's just had an operation. So we were helping look after her, make sure she's all good. It's funny, you hear someone's had an operation, you get around, like, someone's ashes come keep an eye, look after you, you get around there thinking, oh, you're going to be frail on the sofa, not doing anything. She kind of looked after herself, looking up and about, making drinks. She was fine. No dear. Just yeah, but it's one of those where people are meant to be looking at <laughs> No, I don't want Jamie Westwood. I do not know you what you talk. are referring you to. You cannot talk, so <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I like to be Mr. Independent, all right. Um <laughs> then on Friday we went to go see the kids. We went out, took them to go bowling. I won, of course. For, got a strike on my first shot. <clears throat> Against kids? Oh, you big man. You. And the wife. And the wife. Harrison's not a kid anymore. He's 18. It's fine. Which is funny no. because Harrison and Becky came last. <laughs> Olivia taking it second again? No, no. Lena was second. And Sam was third. Olivia was fourth. And then Harrison, then Becky. <laughs> but then uh, on the evening, we kind of went bowling again because I took Harrison for his first ever gig he's ever been to is his Christmas present that went to go see Bowling for Soup with Less Than Jake and the Vandaliers and it was fucking great but the one thing that really stood out to me is the Vandaliers I'd never heard them before have you heard of them? Nope I think you'd really enjoy them they're like pop punk country music violins keyboards fucking trumpets everything it was proper country music they did a cover of 500 Miles and it was absolutely incredible like really, really good. I definitely, I, I think you'd quite like them, but they blew everyone away. Everyone was like, "What the hell is this? This is beautiful." <laughs> well, the thing is, Jamie, I was meant to be going to that. You were, so mm. never mind. Yeah, I feel a little bit bad being all like, "Yeah, it was amazing." That's but, all good. I know it was great. Lesson Jake were great. I knew more songs by them than I actually realised I did. I thought I only knew Gainesville, Rock City, and all my friends and metalheads, but no, there was quite a few more I knew. I thought, ah, unlocking memories, but they were great. And then Bowling for Soup, just fucking great. As I've never seen them before. Like Everyone I know has seen them loads of times, but I've never seen them. So I was actually quite happy to finally get to see them. But they were brilliant. My favourite thing, though, just being a dad, looking over at Harrison. And I know he's 18, he's an adult now, but he just looked like a, a happy kid. A, a smile did not leave his face the whole time he's watching them. And they did the theme song to Phineas and Ferb, which was mine and his thing when he was a kid, watching that together. So I got to, we got to sing that together, which was fucking great as well. So, yeah. A great day all around. Very much enjoyed that. Um, and then pretty much all that else I've done this weekend is I watched the latest Indiana Jones film. Still, I still haven't seen it. I did plan to go see it at the cinema. I didn't go see it. Everyone slated this film. I thought it was fucking great. And before you of say, you before you say that, before you say that, I've spoken to other people who not have not really mentioned it. And they went, yeah, it was really good. Like my in-laws watched it the same day as we did by coincidence. And they're like, yeah, it's really good. I don't know why people slated it. It was an Indiana Jones film. It felt like an Indiana Jones film. I thought I, they did a great job. I feel people slate things now to be cool about that because they think it's cool to do so. Yep. So, you know, Nickelback are one of the best bands on this planet. But apparently, according to most people, because they like to follow trends and buy sheep, uh, don't agree. 
yeah, I, I don't get it. Just have your own opinion. Why? I don't get it. It's like everyone's, what else is it? Everyone slated the Marvels that came out. Everyone slated that. I thought it was really good fun. I know Absolutely. quite a few people that thought it was really good fun. But I am, I don't think I've heard a single good thing about Madam Web yet that came out the other day. That's Sony though, isn't it? Yeah, I've not heard a, apparently it's not even going to hit the budget it made. It took to make it. It's been that badly performing. The thing, the thing is, right, I'd only watch it for Sydney Sweeney anyway. Fair. So that, that's the only reason I go see it. I wouldn't, I think that alone should make it fucking smash box <laughs> office rather than fucking <laughs> fail. So, yeah. it's like, although maybe me, there's this weird part of me is like, I kind of want to see it now to see if it's as bad as everyone's yeah, saying. Yeah, and then you're going to fucking love it as always, <laughs> and that's what's just going to happen. So, no, me, I can't even deny that. No, me, I probably will. But, but yeah, is, is there too much superhero stuff now? Is what this is the thing. Yeah, I was going to say it is getting a lot now. There is a lot. Although I think this year there's only like three or four. I think mean, there's it's been toned back a little bit. It's not as bad. But other than that, this week, I was a very, very happy throwback nostalgia moment because one of my favourite bands from when I was a teenager, like the first gig I ever went to on my own was a band called Kitty. I don't know if you know of Kitty. Yeah, yeah. But they released their first single in like nine years. And I'm not going to say it blew me away, but it was re- it's good. It is really good. So I was like, yes. I got really, really excited. So yeah. everyone go check out Eyes Wide Open by Kitty. It's great. What about you, Mr. Stevens? What have you been up to? Rhiannon. Just Rhiannon. So anyway, should we move on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I've been so tired. It's been insane. But it's because, obviously, it's mentally draining to remember how to do a job that I used to do two years ago, as yeah. well as actually physically getting out of the house for the first time in a year and a half. Uh, and actually walking around and doing things and England do things completely different to how Wales do it. So I'm learning new bits as well. And I'm just a bit oh. like, fuck, you know. Um, so yeah, my brain's a bit like, oh, when I get home, I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this. I said, God, <laughs> you're doing it to me. So, uh, but I am fully up to date with AEW. So, hey. because obviously, in a couple of, well, next weekend, I'm going to be at AEW Revolution in North Carolina. So, oh. Um, this show will be away, unfortunately, for, for we're here this week and we're here next week and then we're yep. away for two weeks. We are. Um, so, which is not ideal and I do apologise on my behalf, uh, but I am going to go and traipse around America for a few weeks. Um, so we'll still put some bits up because there's bits and pieces and we'll have a bit of a laugh doing it at the same time. But uh, yeah, so two weeks away, uh, but it's needed, I think, especially going away on my own as well. It's going to be great. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to with AW because I need to be now. Um, <laughs> I was kind of happy that the NBA All-Star game took over a week of collisions. I was like, oh, excellent. That means I can, I can catch up real quick and then I'm good. And then make sure I watch everything next week um, and we're good to go. So I booked the shuttle. Uh, so I've got a shuttle bus taking me around a bit next next uh, in a couple of weeks. So I got all that sorted. So I literally have to pay for my hotel in Orlando the first night and I'm, I'm golden. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm buzzed. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm flying with Norse Air. And I've only been around for four years. They're brand new, budget Ooh. airline. And apparently they're phenomenal. So I was like, oh, that's nine hours that is. So I'll take that all day. Thank you. Nine yeah. hours. Yeah. Nine hours. Yeah. This will blow your mind. This will blow everyone's mind because obviously with how time works. Oh, yes. I leave at 2 p.m. from Gatwick. Yeah. And I land, nine-hour flight, and I land at 20 past six in the evening. Because obviously it's a nine-hour yeah. flight and it goes back five hours. 
that would really throw me off. That really would. Yeah. So it's like it's gonna be like half eleven here by the time I get there. Um so, weird. so it's kind of odd, but yeah. So I'm just not looking forward to having to get up at fucking two in the morning to get back to the airport for three in the morning to get my flight to North Carolina for five, which is gonna be but it then it then it really works in the sense of um uh that I'm gonna be in Carolina early. So I won't so it's gonna be a bit of a rush to catch my Amtrak. And now it's not. So now I can be like, okay, well, I'll go into the middle of Charlotte, North Carolina, and just chill out a bit, have a coffee, and then get my am- just get to the Amtrak and go. Oh, there you Rather go. than get the airport, get back. So, okay, we can go ahead now. I'll get an Uber down there. Quick, I'll get me to the Amtrak, please, because the Amtrak's like every four or five hours. I ain't waiting that long. Yeah. So, and it's already booked. Oh, that's all so, right. So, yeah, yeah. You ain't got to worry about that. You just turn up, get on, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's going to be great. I can just nice. get there and go, ah. <laughs> I think I'll go around and walk around Charlotte for a little bit and go see some. So apparently, North Carolina is stunning. Yeah, I've heard. So, yeah. Um, I'm quite looking forward to going and have a little mosey. Uh, and then obviously, I'm off to visit Braden after. So, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be nice. And we get, I get to go and meet former guest Dustin Gill as well, Drawn to the Sky, who's also going to come and visit at the same time. So, it's going to be a grand old time. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I've been Rihanna in, I've been catching up with wrestling, and that's li- like not a whole last of what's really happened, to be honest. Oh, I did miss something up I meant to mention, actually. You're talking about holidays. I've booked my next holiday. It's not till August next year, but I'm going on a cruise for the first time. Why? My dad and his best mate are basically gone. It's our 60th birthday. We want to get all our families together and go on a fucking cruise. And there's 18 of us going in total <laughs> on a cruise through the Norwegian fjords. Okay. So that should be very nice. But I'll be honest... The idea of cruises is not the one for me. So I've always said, not interested. Don't want to go on one. Don't want to be on a boat. No, I've seen Titanic enough times. No, thank you. But then my dad was like, oh, all the family's going to be there. It's going to be there. I was like, I'm going to feel like an absolute piece of shit if I don't go on this cruise now. So you're basing it off one fucking accident yes. happened in 1912. Yeah. And there have yeah. been many, many, many a cruise since. Like, many, many a cruise since. And you've only heard of maybe one or two? I know. I know. It makes no sense. Oh, <laughs> Dad, I would, I'd love to come for your 60th, but I heard about this wreck that happened in <laughs> over 110 years ago, and I don't really fancy it. That's like me going... I'd love to. I've got tickets to Revolution in AW in Carolina, but do you know what? After that 9 11 terror attack, oh, I'm not really feeling flying, to be honest with you, even though millions of flights go per year. I'm not really thinking that's a good idea, to be honest with you. We might get hijacked. You fucking moron. <laughs> in fact, I know people that won't go in the sea after watching Jaws, so I'm not the only one. <laughs> there is people that yeah, do this. In the middle of a fucking call up like Brighton or something, or Bournemouth. <laughs> Off the English Channel. Oh, but what Jaws is real? Oh, get over yourself! <laughs> Fuck it, hell. <laughs> I don't like the sea because I but beaches bore me, and the sea is just full of salt and creatures that live in there. I don't want to go fucking there. What? <laughs> my uncle, when I was a kid in Italy, <laughs> took me on a dinghy out into the middle of the ocean and pretended he was getting sucked under. So that scared the fucking shit out of me. <laughs> Why would you do that to a small yeah. child? And now I don't ever go in the sea, interestingly enough. Oh, there you are. <laughs> yeah. So, but the fact that, oh, but what if a massive shark eats me? Yeah, I think you're going to be all right on the Isle of Man, mate. All right? 
I don't think there's going to be any fucking sharks in minus 30 degree water. <laughs> or whatever the fuck it feels like minus 30 in there. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. So, no, I think you're going to be absolutely fine. I think I will be, yeah. Just, yeah, I don't know. Jesus. I'm not going to lie, I'm still a little bit nervous. <laughs> Just make sure you take sea, uh, travel sickness tablets, seasickness tablets, because I know cruises are fucking huge. So yeah. I doubt there's going to be much rocking, turning and throwing, but still, because I I went to Amsterdam on a boat in 2010, didn't mm. take any, you know, this is a big fucking ship, didn't take any, take that, and it was the worst trip of my life. Okay, as I'm going to be on there for like seven days, I'm going to make sure I take some there. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I wanted to throw up, this is only like an overnight journey, I wanted to throw up most of the entire way, and trying to walk on it was like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> so, not fun. Uh, so I highly recommend that you take some travel sickness tablets with you just because it stops that from happening. Motion sickness is what I'm trying to say. Uh, it stops that from Because it's one of those things where you don't know you have it until you find out the hard way that you've got it. <laughs> yeah. I've only oh, been on... fine. <laughs> I've only been on a ferry once in my life, and that's for the year six French trip. So that, that was it. So God knows how if I'll be the same because I was fine then, but that was many. Years I love ago. I love the idea of the French people going, I fucking as in God's this this year six children, this eleven, twelve year old. Why the fuck do they want to come to France? Well, we don't fucking need you here. <laughs> Make sure it's the toilet. Make sure the toilet is just a hole in the ground. Fuck <laughs> the don't give them some any porcelain whatsoever. Just give them a weird fucking hole in the ground and they have to aim. You want to have a shit? Have a squat over that, monsieur. Do you say porcelain and French accent really tickle me? I don't know. <laughs> really, really got me out of all that. Porcelain. <laughs> porcelain. You have no porcelain, you fucking shit in the hole. You scammy English pastel. And I do believe, according to the accent, the sound says they're from Birmingham, so it's a shit area, a shit hole. Fucking make sure they have to shit just in the ground. You have to bury your own shit. You can't even use the holes we've made for you. Anyway, I have a revolution <laughs> to plan. <laughs> oh Christ! Oh, should we move on? Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. I think the French would be very angry at me at this point. Probably. I had a weird. Someone keeps trying to hack my emails. Right. Good luck, whoever you are. And I feel that because I was taking the piss out of Russians last year, <laughs> that potentially they might have said it and gone. I will fucking show you. <laughs> Bring me the vodka. I must hack this <laughs> twat's email. Ah, oh, shit. You got, you've angled them again now. Yeah. What are they going to do? Hack your email, apparently. Nuke. <laughs> Nuke the entire world. <laughs> Nuke that one house in Cheltenham. I'll show that bastard. Let's end it up. Anyway, um, I believe, Jamie... <laughs> according to my watch, that we're all caught up. We are indeed, sir. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Brayden from Say We Can Fly. Just letting you know, we've got a brand new merch store out there. Please let me say the and, link. Uh, let me say the link, please. Okay, yeah. Okay, yes, you can say you can say the link, yes. all right? okay. So the link for the shop so the link, is... The link for the shop is www.saywecanfly.com. Shop. All right, good job, Seamus. So www.saywecanfly.shop, uh, 10% off if you use the, co oh, the code. let me say the code, let me say the code, please. Okay, fine, you can say the code. If you use the code. The code is Chronicles. What? No, it's not. Chronicles. No, it's not. De it's The Chronicles, Seamus. Yeah, that's what I okay? said. The Chronicles at checkout, all right? You, you get 10% off. 
Kevin Hennel. Yes, yes, they know. They know, Seamus. Okay. I'm just trying to help, all right? Visit www.saywecanfly.shop and use code THECHRONICLES for 10% off your order. Available at participating Say We Can Fly restaurants and web stores. Some restrictions may apply, but probably not. I do believe, Jamie, it's time for your favourite segment of the week. Yes, it is indeed, my friend. It's time for Callum's Treachings. Do you want to know something? Callum will be able to tell you in Callum's Treachings. It's cereal soup. Ooh. Hello. This week's Treachings come from the set of my own podcast, That Gym Couple Podcast, that I host with my partner, Lucy, where we discuss all things gyms, fitness, gym anxiety, and a bunch of other stuff in between. If you do have the opportunity to come and check us out at That Gym Couple Podcast on Spotify and YouTube, we'd very much appreciate it. So, Jamie, Callum is back for another week of literature teams. Might as well. I, I've gone with the French theme. I might as well carry on. Might as well. Jamie, what is Callum treating us this week? It's unfathomably easy to ruin your own life. Fuck, that's dark. But Very. So true. It's one of those things where you remember how we talked about, as we, we talked about with uh, with Molly Hainan, and we talked about how you walk over a bridge and go, could just throw myself off that. It's yeah. so crazy. It's so weird that those it, intrusive thoughts come in every now and again. It's just like you can pick up a gun and go, I could just shoot myself if I wanted to. It's terrifying, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, I could easily just pack my bag fuck off and leave my wife and kids and never be talked to by anyone ever again. It's really easy. I mean, you should totally do that. But like, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Not your kids. Um... <laughs> but, but I do it with my phone as well. Like, I'm like, I can just try it in the water. Just, yeah. Just throw my phone in the water if I want. It's, it's such weird. a weird... It is weird. <laughs> And some people go ahead with us. But yeah, you could literally just like go and punch your mum in the face <laughs> repeatedly. And then like, I don't know, throw your brother over or your sister or whatever over a bridge. It's so weird how like easy that sort of thing, but how we're just so conditioned not to do that. It's If you think about it, it's like so many opportunities. Like you could walk down the road and you could just push a granny into the fucking traffic. Nothing's stopping you. It's I love it's grannies. It is today, isn't it? Never <laughs> middle-aged men, never kids. It's, it's just, always grannies. They're easier to push, that's why. Um, kids are easier to push. That's a good point, actually. I don't know why we're planning this, <laughs> but like, <laughs> or even debating it. Oh, so actually, if you push a middle-aged man, they're probably like, what the fuck are you doing? And just nut you. No, I fucking nut you, mate, right? As with a granny, be like, oh. I never passed on my knowledge of 204 ways. And then, and then <laughs> just look and you see a cacker and go, Oh dear. Like worms. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh, yeah. I, I, maybe we'll just push me to go. Come on, see. Wow. But yeah, it's, it's today, yeah. I've never, not once has it ever crossed my mind that I'm just going to punch my mum in the face, ever. No. Nope. Like never, I've never thought that, ever. No, normally. But, but some people, unfortunately, can be wired that way. 
And there's nothing stopping us from doing it. I know we're not going to, but there is nothing stopping us. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's so weird. You could literally just quit your job, yeah. not pay any bills, not pay any, not pay any debts, not pay anything. Don't feed yourself. That's like, weird. It, like, yeah, you could just like completely destroy your life for just blink of an eye. Mental. Wow. What I mean, the government, the government tried it for us, but still, it's like you know, yeah. When people say, I've just got no self-control. I'm thinking, well, actually, you kind of do. There's a lot of things you could be You've doing. Got a lot right of self-control. You've yeah. got a lot of self-control. Of. Yeah. First things first, we're having this conversation in public. <laughs> you're not in prison. You're not dead. We're, you know, so, so things so far, you're not decided to just walk into that road for no reason. There we are. I like it. It's, what a weird and dark start. I know, but at the same time, I like it. It's all, it gives a bit of a... A bit of a good reflection. I like it. Let's go with the French name. It's a je ne sais quoi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bit of voulez-vous <laughs> I don't think it means that. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> bit, of, bit of Lady Mamalade, if you're not just <laughs> Um Anyway, what else, Jamie, is, is Callum treating us from Marbella this week? Finding a pound on the floor in the 1800s must have been wild. Did pounds exist back then? <laughs> It was like shillings and stuff, but I, I think they, but what, they were notes, weren't they? I think. Were they? Yeah, I think pounds were notes. You, oh, well, could you imagine, like, <laughs> spilling, spilling, spilling changer everywhere? You're like, ah, oh, shit, I've spilled my changer. <laughs> but, like, people would be going absolutely mental. Oh, I could buy myself a house. <laughs> one note, yeah. one I could buy myself a house. A mansion, actually. Duke, Duchess, with me. We will buy another... Uh, <laughs> We can buy another mansion down in the fields of Aston. <laughs> what a beautiful, beautiful place that sounds like. <laughs> we will imagine <laughs> the fields of Aston. Yes, how lovely. <laughs> the Duke and Duchess of Aston, that's what we'll call ourselves. I oh. never thought Aston would be referenced on this show. <laughs> great. But Lord Sully Hull, what are you doing? Nobody should go to the to the Midlands ever. It's a dark and dangerous place. It's okay. It's because they haven't been built on yet. They're just four fields. <laughs> but weirdly, drive cars over them and call themselves Brummies. Have you ever heard of this? This is so strange. Uh, <laughs> entirely, deeply strange. Um, but yeah, uh, while uh, bring the mead, we need the mead. All the meat and the wine, lovely. I've got a pound. This is going to last me fucking years. I could even pass on the change to my kids and my grandkids. What does a pound get you now? A loaf of bread, a pint of milk? A pound can't even buy you anything in Poundland anymore. Like, yeah, everything they really, in there. They need to rethink their fucking marketing strategy and their name. Yeah, they really do. They should call themselves possibly a pound land. <laughs> At one point, this cost a pound land. <laughs> yeah. No longer pound land. Yes. A, a couple of pound lands. <laughs> <laughs> or possibly a fiver. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> so, and finally, Jamie, what is. Callum treaching us all the way from sunny España this week. We always think that dogs speak a universal dog language, but they originate from different countries, so they probably just don't understand each other. Oh, Le wolf, wolf. 
Are we just going for the French this entire episode? <laughs> this entire edition, yeah. That's a good <laughs> point, though. But surely French dogs with smoke. <laughs> Le wolf. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but I am the greatest dog here. <laughs> and I am only a poodle. <laughs> it's about to say, is it a poodle? <laughs> and then you get the British bulldog, it's like, fuck you looking at, mate. I'll fuck you up, innit? I'll fucking piss all over you, mate. All right? If I want to sniff your ass, I'm going to fucking sniff your ass, innit? Woof. The <laughs> <laughs> French are like, oh my God, I can't believe he spoke to me like that. Who the fuck do you think so? <laughs> I have no idea what that English dog was saying. <laughs> to me, it sounds like a lot of shit, a lot of bullshit. He asked me, look at the state of that. I don't even want to... I'll, I'll have a little nibble. I'll have a little nibble and see what it... No, it tastes like fuck. That's awful. What the fuck do you eat over in England? <laughs> I have no idea if you're friend or not. I have to sniff your bum. I do not know. <laughs> and then you get a fucking German shepherd. Me be misbroken. Nicht gut. Nicht gut. Sniff his mask. Das ist sehr gut, ja. Oh good, I fuck it. <laughs> the Germans just want to fuck all the time. <laughs> and then dogs tap on their paws in their ass like fisted. Horrid. Because <laughs> <laughs> weirdly, why do Germans love putting limbs up people's assholes? <laughs> I don't know. So strange. I guess if it's a, if that's a kinky unity, then that's fine. But I can't imagine that's fun or nice in any way. You're right, love. I'm just going to fucking shove my entire fist up your vagina. Is that okay? I don't remember from Yorkshire when they say it. I'll be straight up vagina, yeah. Or you're going to kill me off. Oh. It's just, <laughs> and I, can, I can imagine the Italian dogs just want to eat all the time when they they, they make the, the best food you've ever seen in your life, dog food. Uh, uh, ah, look at the food I make. I make it with bolognese. But I make it with a dog food, the bolognese. Oh, God, delicioso, delicioso. <laughs> and the Spanish dogs are hunks are just incredibly tanned. Yes. <laughs> Real handsome dogs. Yeah, let's strut yeah. Just like beef, just beefy, like just ripped. <laughs> but still, we should probably stop picking on Europe. They probably want to fucking murder us too much. So we're gonna have all these different countries trying to hack our emails at this rate. <laughs> I think the Germans will love it. Anyway, uh, Callum. Unbelievable. Absolutely. He literally sent us those treatings as we got to his- <laughs> Yeah. That was absolutely spectacular. Spectacular as always. Thank you so much oh. for sending those bad boys in. We hope you're having an absolutely amazing time in Marbella. Um, and uh, yeah, that you're getting so much needed R&R, but apparently you're working out there as well, you fucking mental case. Yeah. Um, so I, d- I did see this thing on Facebook, in Facebook the other day. It was like, tell me all the best gyms in Marbella. I'm like, you're on a holiday. Eat shit and just enjoy yourself. There's no, there's no, there's no way that they're going to stop. No, going to I know, right? There's absolutely no way. But Jamie, yes. hope you and Lucy have a great time. Snap Tom's journal. Oh, read to me. And welcome to another edition of Tom's journal. So Jamie, me in a meeting 
God, this could have been an email. Me receive an email. Look, I'm just going to hurl myself into the sun. <laughs> so true. I hate checking my emails at work. I'm just like, oh no, what's wrong? I'd, I'd love getting emails. You know, it's when I, the phone rings. I'm like, no. Oh yeah, that's worse. Yeah, yeah. Aspect savers. The phone rings so much. I never answer it. <laughs> Fair. No one said anything, but I'm still not going to answer it. So well, the worst one is when they phone you to ask you to come see them to tell you something that they could have either told you on the phone or just quickly put in an email. Always bastards. Lie. Bastards. Right. Don't join in. Okay. Alicia Keys. In New York. Me. Concrete jungle, wet dream, tomato. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Oh, it really makes me laugh. Me in the office. Well, my work here is dumb. Co-worker, don't you mean done? Me, I do not. <laughs> oh, yeah, test to that one. So, you realise that Magic Mike grossed 167 million, right? So if you still think girls like dad bods, keep dreaming, pal. <laughs> well, well, Shrek grossed four hundred eighty-four million. Just so we're clear, <laughs> we all know the ladies loved a bit of Shrek. Jimmy, I've just found out that Bjork's real name is Bjorkshire Pudding. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Oh, that has got to be the stupidest entry of twenty twenty-four so far. No, easily. That's... That's beautiful. I oh, was, fucking I hell. absolutely <laughs> died reading that. That was so funny. Fucking Bjorkshire pudding. <laughs> and I have to get this out there, right? This was found on Ben Nevis, which is in the beautiful country of Scotland, my home country. And I just think this is a, such a Scottish thing and such a beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Trespassers will be prosic, prosecchi, prosec, fucking headbutted. <laughs> As the most Scottish thing ever. <laughs> Control prosecutors. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> oh, God, so good. Oh, so good. Weirdly, this next entry attaches to the last treat. French pigs be like, oink. <laughs> Japanese pigs be like, oink. And American pigs be like, stop resisting! Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. <laughs> I'm almost surprised I didn't go, oh, you did it! Oh, so good. So good. Let's add the Americans onto the list for this week. <laughs> I invite everyone over for a Super Bowl party. They come over, the snacks are all set out. I turn the TV on. 13 going on 30 starts playing. They wonder when I will turn the game on. I don't ever turn the game on. We all happily watch 13 going on 30 together. <laughs> I was arguing with my best friend. And in the middle of it, she took her glasses off and said, I don't want to see you right now. 
<laughs> I need to do that next time I have an argument with someone. <laughs> this is what I should have gone and done. Spending my Valentine's outside a nice restaurant shouting, well, you moved on pretty quickly to <laughs> random couples walking in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Fucking great. McDonald's are so quick to say anything else. I was like, well, can you wait a minute? For fuck's sake. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Two stupid ones this week. I'm loving it. I am loving it. I'm loving it. Do you know what really, really blew my mind? Do you remember the LucasAid Energy Suites? Yes. Today, I learnt that the LucasAid energy suites were meant to be put into, in water to dissolve in a drink. And I went through my teenage years eating them like sweets. I thought they were eating like sweets. <laughs> did not know that. Neither did I. I mean, now I think about it, it makes sense. But I did not know that. Yeah, I was a bit like, oh! <laughs> That's why I was so hyper after eating them. Look, I'm sorry I can't make it. I've contracted mood poisoning. Must be something I hate. (laughs) 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 Yoink is the opposite of yeet, but it's just as fast. The Lord yeeteth and the Lord yoinketh away. (laughs) Well, that's my eulogy sorted. Amazing. I like that. Couple more. Friend. Fancy hanging out tomorrow? Me. Look, I actually performed activity yesterday. Please wait the three day recovery period to submit another inquiry. <laughs> the older they get, more we are like that, though, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and finally, remember Barbenheimer? Oh, yeah. Wicked and Moana 2 will release on the same day. Of November 27th, 2024. Watch out, Barbenheimer. Here comes Moaned. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, Wicana, that doesn't sound right. Where is this going? (laughs) And that was another edition of Tom's Journal. (laughs) Bravo, sir. I enjoyed that one. (laughs) Oh, so good. So good. The Yorkshire pudding, though, just fucks up. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. You can't, you can't, you can't be angry at that. (laughs) Fucking brilliant. It's about getting into schools and talking to young people because, you know, I I know that people can change. Uh, and And it's about talking to people and getting them to understand and perhaps step back from violence and, and prejudice and whatever. And we just need to work together and keep on the good fight there. Absolutely. Hey there, guys. We are ecstatically happy to announce that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. The times are changing, and with the unfortunate death of Sophie, those changes have made a massive impact for the future. If Sophie was with us still today, I can guarantee what you are doing will still be reaching so many lives of young teenagers, young adults, and those who 
wish to be as different as possible. So thank you very much. To find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do, and more importantly, how you can help, head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com. Me, 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 Mr. Stevens. Me, 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 Mr. Stevens. What the hell was that? You're welcome from Moana. Ah, well, you're welcome. Fucking the fact that I Jamie, 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 it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's audience participation time. Did it, did it, did did did. Need that bit at the end? Yeah, <laughs> I was in the moment. <laughs> participate, bitch. Participate. We're gonna participate. <laughs> <laughs> that really got me because it worked so well. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to participate in Jamie's Participation Challenge. I'm starting to feel like this intro is becoming longer than the segment itself. A hundred percent. Anyway, this week, he said, with the release of the amazing trailer for Deadpool and Wolverine last week, this week we are asking, what two fictional characters would you, you love to see team up for a movie? What say you, Mr. Stevens? Mrs. Doubtfire and Ace Ventura. Oh! Mic drop. You don't know we're not going to get any better than that. Because that would just be oh. unbelievable. Did, did those two ever do anything together? Not Robin characters. and Jim, no. Don't think so. Oh. I think I, I, I think that'd be... Uh, I would say ego-wise, maybe, from Jim. And then mm. I, I think that'd be a bit... It'd be, I reckon it'd be chaos. I reckon it'd be utter, utter chaos trying to keep those two in check. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but it'd be gold as well, I think, at the same day as well. Oh, so kind of want to see that now. Well you can't, but yeah, yeah, yeah but... It, it would have been it would have been all sorts <laughs> of wonderful. I can't believe no one ever thought, but they probably went, that's probably gonna be too much for us to deal with. <laughs> Every yeah. director's like, nah, not happening. <laughs> just Robin by himself and alone is just like, yeah, do you know what? <laughs> Uh, the first thing that came to my mind was Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World and Bill and Ted. I think that'd be an amazing oh. crossover. It'd just be so much fun. I'd, I'd be so happy. <laughs> Let's get some audience answers. Gemma Williams, I'd love to see Batman and Iron Man, both rich and able to create new gadgets. But most importantly, I'd just love to see DC Marvel crossover. That would be great to see. Yeah, but Marvel wouldn't want to reduce themselves to DC's level of movie, so... Hey, you have to be fair, movie-wise, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Actually, got quite a few superhero ones. Like this one, Spider-Man and the Incredible Hulk. They've never even spoken to each other across all of those Marvel movies. Who was that from? Uh, jo- fuck, I didn't say their name, did I? That was from Josh Clark. I do apologise, Josh. But yeah, yeah, I never actually clicked onto that. They've not even met each other. The Hulk and Spider-Man. But they're not even in Endgame. No. Because huh. he doesn't come, Spider-Man doesn't come back till right at the end, does he, in Endgame? Tell her, they must have both been at Tony's funeral, actually, at the end of Endgame. But 
you don't ever see them talk to each other or interact yeah. with them. <laughs> Danny Minute, this one intrigues me. I would love to see Knight Rider and the Terminator. I don't know how that would work, but I want to see it. So I'd never watched Knight Rider. I know it was just a car. Yeah, that's pretty much all it is. It's just a, it's just a car, but a really smart car. Do you reckon it's probably form with the Terminators and then they'd make more Knight Riders that the Terminators could drive around in? That'd be amazing. No, it wouldn't. We'd all die. But in, I mean, for a film, not in real life. Uh, okay. <laughs> in, real, in real life, sounds terrifying. Grey and white in what just seems like utter chaos. Gizmo from the Gremlins and Slimer from Ghostbusters. Would Slimer create all the evil Gremlins because he's wet, isn't it? Is he wet? Yes, he is wet. Oh, could, oh. I like this. Would you put the ideas out there and you make a film? This is great. <laughs> Wesley Pike, Robocop, Terminator. Oh. I think Terminator takes it, though. Oh, by a million and 50,000 fucking percent. Yeah. Yeah, Terminator's taking that if it's a fight. But a team up, that'd be badass. Oh. Joe Smith, Mr. Bean, and Deadpool. <laughs> No particular reason. <laughs> yeah, Mr. B doesn't speak. No, but Deadpool doesn't shut the fuck up. Yeah, so, yeah. They've got quite well together, probably. Bean would have no clue what's going on. He's trying to weave his way out of everything. I just love the idea. You know, in Deadpool, when he gets in the back of the uh, Depinder, his, his cab. Just imagine that, but in Mr. Bean's mini. It'd be fucking brilliant. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Beth Adair, this really made me chuckle when I pictured this in my head. Ace Ventura and Agent Starling from Silence of the Lambs. No particular reason other than her trying to solve crime with some serial killer crime with him as a sidekick would be absolutely hilarious. Yes, it would. <laughs> I could just imagine it now. Be fucking brilliant. I'll give you a couple more. Mally Malpass. Batman and Spawn. I'd watch a shit out of that. That'd be incredible. Never seen Spawn. Spawn's good. Thor and Jesus. Both sons of gods. See where that goes. <laughs> John Matrix from Commando and Dutch from The Predator. Just an Arnie off. Why not? And I'm still waiting for Tango and Cash 2. I've not watched Tango and Cash 1, to be honest with you. But... No, right. I don't even know what it is. No, I don't really. But there we are. He Sorry, Molly. Right. A couple more. I know I said a couple more before, but now it is literally two more. Ryan Williams. Says, this is actually a tough question. Because lately, when I read books or when I watch movies or whatever, I always think, oh, this would be good with this character. But then I forget to write it down. But just off the top of my head, I think the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Teen Titans. That would be great. John Wick and the Punisher. That oh, would be brutal. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> Goku and Superman. I don't know a lot about Goku, but apparently he's one beefed up powered dude. Um, Ladybug from the Miraculous Ladybug, which is a kid's cartoon, and Miss Marvel. From what I've seen of Ladybug, yeah, I, I could see that. And Sherlock Holmes and Batman, that would be great. Just proper old-school crime-solving, that'd be amazing. And finally, it's not a team-up, but I've been wanting this comic to be made into a movie, and that's Batman versus Predator. I didn't know that was a comic, and I want to read that now, because that'd be awesome. Sounds dumb to me, but yeah. Of course it would to you. <laughs> And last but not least, we've got Mr. Graham Arnold. Jack White and Jack Whitehall versus Jack Black and Jack Sparrow, the <laughs> ultimate jack-off. 
that's genius. That's genius. Yeah. Dominic Torito and Dracula. Can family be strong enough against the blood feud? Fast and the Furious. Nos Ferratu. <laughs> and last but not least, every Sean Bean character he's ever done from all of his movies in a giant battle royale. Who wins? <laughs> And they all just shot bastard every time they die. <laughs> oh. Bastard. Oh, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like someone needs to make that in one of the wrestling games. Just create all the Sean B characters. I feel that none of them would survive. No, there'd be no winner. The, the last two would kill each other at the yes. same time. Yeah. <laughs> just stab each other at the same time as well. Ah, oh, fucking bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Be great. Oh. That'd be great. But thank you to everyone that participates in Jamie's Challenge every week. We really appreciate it massively. It's absolutely amazing. Thank you. Um, if you enjoyed that, Tom's journal account treachings the the what at the beginning of this episode <laughs> and the interview. <laughs> then you'll enjoy the other 120 editions of the Chronicles of Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from, Spotify, Google, that sort of thing. Uh, but mainly we want you to come to all our social media at TCO Pod or the Chronicles of Podcast, depending on where you are, or our YouTube. The main, the main area, the main cruxy, cruxy, deliciousy part uh, at the Chronicles of Podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe because that would be great. Hit the bell to get notified when new videos are released and comment to your heart's content. That's social media at TCO Pod and YouTube at the Chronicles of Podcast. Before we get out of here, let's say a massive thank you to a few of our friends. Every single piece of music you heard on the show today was brought to you by the wonderful singer-songwriter Matt Roberts. Go check him out at Matt Roberts Music and on all of those beautiful social medias. And of course, we have to say a massive thank you to Mr. Braden Barry and his SayWeCanFly.shop. Head on over to SayWeCanFly.shop, see what you like the look of, add it to your basket, use that discount code, The Chronicles, and get yourself 10% off your order. And last but not least, we have to say a massive thank you to the Sophie Lancaster Foundation, because they are stamping out prejudice, hatred, and intolerance everywhere. And I mean everywhere, because this is not a UK issue. If you're unfamiliar with Sophie's story, head on over to sophielancasterfoundation.com. Familiarise yourself with that story. See what you can do to help. See what you can do to educate those around you. Share that story with the world and help us stamp out prejudice, hatred and intolerance everywhere. And last but not least, a massive thank you to this handsome devil for joining me on this daytime recording. We love a daytime recording. Yeah, thank you to absolutely everyone that's participated and joined in with this week we we, uh, we appreciate you watching and you know and taking us into your face and your ears on a weekly basis massive shout out thank you to jacob from recall the remains for joining us this week absolutely incredible conversation we hope you all enjoyed that as well and jamie another delicious episode in the bag absolutely sir we enjoy these editions week on week and we love it so much and as for this week we'll see you all next week goodbye everybody bye